Just like some sick bottle of water. Yeah, man. So uh, it's funny. We every podcast we start talking about the water. So it's, I usually get. Um, uh, Fuck, that's good, man. Shit, Hepburn, Hepburn <laughs> Springs. So just, just I, like Audrey herself. <laughs> Audrey, yeah, Audrey Hepburn. So I usually get uh, the, the San Pellegrino, but I got a chance to get up to my. Um, Got, got a chance to get up to my Whole Foods store today. Right. And they've got the, right. the natural headphones, headphone stuff. So. Right. Um, so you eat pretty healthy that if you... Um... <laughs> we, can, we can talk about that in a second. Yeah. Um, uh, Steve, dude, bro. What's going on, brother? Nice having you here. The pleasure is mine. Yes, yes, because this is, this is us just meeting for the first time. <laughs> technically, yeah. Technically, this is the first time meeting. Uh, awesome. Um, I, had a, I don't play in questions at all for this, but I do have a question for you. Awesome. Six minutes, Steve. <laughs> it always comes up, man. <laughs> always I knew comes it, up. You knew what it was going to. Yeah, no. yeah we both knew. Oh, sick. Um, Tell me. So, basically, it came from where my current workplace is. So, um, we were talking before, you know, I'm an account manager for a school photography company. Just put in my resignation yesterday, like so yeah, we are going full-time with Six Minutes Steve. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I used to work in the production department before I was in account management. Okay. And there was another Steve that worked there. He was casual. Um, and one of the girls called out to him, but wanted me or vice versa. I can't remember the specific details. Anyway. Yeah. So there was some confusion around who she was talking to because two Steves, right? In the same department. Yeah. Uh, and someone said, there's too many Steves. She thought, <laughs> someone had said, two minutes, Steve. <laughs> and you're like, no, man, six. No, six. No, well, <laughs> well, what happened was, uh, because we worked in the production department, we um, they did a Photoshop thing. I used to eat a lot of noodles back then. Like, yeah, it was just a go-to snack, okay, super yeah, easy. Yeah, yeah. So they made this two-minute noodle packet with my face on it and called it Two Minutes Steve. <laughs> And it became this funny little joke and I had a birthday and they stuck them all around my desk. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and when it came time for me to start getting out there, talking on Snapchat, really starting to... Basically, one of my mentors at the time, Lewis Mocker, um, basically said, you you got to get out there and speak, get out there and share a message. You can help people. Yeah. yeah. And that super like inspired me. So I was like, yeah. yep. So I needed a name and I wanted to start doing YouTube and all the thing. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah. I was asking around like what, what should my name be and someone said two minutes Steve because of this joke and I was like I, I like the idea like it sounds cool yeah it's there it just doesn't roll off the tongue it doesn't no. and then I was speaking to my brother and he goes what if it was like six or seven minutes Steve because yeah. it's, it's, yes, it's yes. Like alliteration yeah. yep. uh, and then I was like boom six minutes Steve done and perfect okay I did nothing like on YouTube <laughs> until <laughs> very recently I've just recorded like a bunch of vlog stuff and uh my first one's hopefully going up soon, but ed- editing is a killer, man. Ah, <laughs> and hence the reason uh, we don't edit here at Grassroots. It's one shot. It's like the last podcast I did, I was saying before, before this uh, with a mate of mine, uh, yep. Josh, and he's a monster photographer and, and a, a, a cool dude. And yeah, like he's a, he's a, he's a vid- like videographer for like Think Inc. And he's done like, oh, wow. you know, Micho Kaku and all these are crazy. Um, Neil deGrasse Tyson, like oh, he, wow. he films all of those events, right? So it's like, <laughs> we got a bad ass yeah, and, and I'm under all this pressure on my hack job, like oh. podcast that I've put together. Anyway, <laughs> at the last 20 minutes, the podcast goes black. We lost the camera. It's it just terrible. But oh, wow. and, you know, I, I should have known better, but it's just one of those things. So <laughs> I can't, man. I'm like, yes, fuck it. I'm like, look, man, I don't edit. So it's like I just left this whole black area in the middle of the podcast. I'm like, I don't care, man. This is 
my imperfections. Well, how long was it black for? The last 20 minutes of the podcast. Oh. Yeah, I lost camera. It was terrible. And then he, he goes to the bathroom halfway through it. And just, yeah, we just don't care. Oh, just, wow. Just I love it. Man. No rules. What's no, it no all rules. Yeah, no, not with this. So, man, man I, I'm keen. Like, I, I'm keen for this conversation. One, because the other people I've had on the podcast... I kind of know and I've known their work and I've been following their work for more than, say, a month. Yeah. I think I've been following your stuff for. Yeah. Um, but what I was super interested about when you f- when I f- we first started, when I think you reached out to me or I liked one of your things or something. Yeah, I was, was trying to think on the way. What was the initial thing? Um, I know I started following, I followed you. From something. From so- and I think you reached out and went, yo, man, like, where did you hear about me or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a crazy, um, it was a crazy couple of days. I uh, got a shout out from one of my mentors, Lewis Mocker, and I was also working with a coach at the time and he gave yes. me a shout out. And then I did a presentation at work and all these photographers and everything started adding right. me. So it was just this influx. Like hit, you got hit. Yeah, yeah so okay. I was like, okay, I've got to figure out one, where everyone's come from so I yep. can kind of gauge on, yep, yep. you know, who's from where, yes. where everyone's at, that kind of thing. And yeah, so it was the shout I was out. having lots of conversations. Yeah. Lewis, blonde dude? Uh, uh, no. No, because he a coach, kind of like uh, helps, like, like, fit, like not personal training. No? Oh, there was um, some personal trainer dudes that uh, yeah. I also um, met up with at the, the Igniter with Tom Clark. Yeah, a bunch of them were like PTs and stuff. Maybe, yeah. There's one guy I was following. Uh, I thought his name was Lewis, but maybe not. And he's... Um, he, uh, yeah, Lewis definitely isn't blonde. Not blonde, no. no. definitely not blonde. Definitely not blonde. No. Okay. Anyway, he was... He, I'm sure it's someone's story and then you're, he linked, they linked to you and I was kind of... What I've found interesting is I've been doing the grassroots stuff now for a couple of years yep. and doing the videos and kind of podcasts. And yeah, So yeah. in the last year, I've started to put myself, similar to yourself, out, out in there. front of it. Yeah, like yeah, I was yeah. just writing for kind of ages. And just not, what what I've found interesting, and not that they're not in, in Australia, but there's such a movement going on kind of in the States around, you know, you'll get dudes like Aubrey Marcus and Joe Rogan and yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of like personal development, growth mindset kind of stuff you know yeah, and it's like sure. I find there's a lot of that stuff in the states but not not as much it's not not as much here but I haven't found as many people it's different yeah it's it's, it's a different yeah it, it is kind of there's lots of pockets of it but it's okay. somewhat contained yeah I think in America they are really large and just you've got the audience and the things maybe yeah, yeah. there's a few sort of big people over here like I suppose Kerwin Ray oh, um, yeah. comes to name yeah. as being one of the big ones yeah uh, you know, Lewis Mocker certainly, but Lewis Mocker is a little bit more niched, okay. a little more specialized. Like he yeah. started off in like um, the sort of uh, financial kind of uh, aspect of stuff. Okay. He was doing a lot of wealth mastery stuff and like trading and investing. Yeah. And then from there, he sort of, uh, you know, broadened out into all the areas of life kind of thing. But, okay. okay. Do you know what I mean? Not yeah. quite your Aubrey Marcus or that no, kind of thing no, or no. Joe Rogan real, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Interesting, man. Because yeah, and that, that was the thing I was kind of like, yeah, it's this is cool because I'm like because uh, I think you know one of the things that you said on your your bios of like yeah you, you know help people find their purpose yes and I'm just and I even said to someone the other day I'm like yeah man I've got this dude coming he's like a purpose coach like a purpose coach I'm like yeah I've never heard of it before but I'm like that's like real cool right <laughs> it sounds cool does it mean anything yeah. probably not <laughs> let's go on we'll find out we'll find out in the podcast oh man awesome yeah but I thought that was really cool um, and that's kind of I guess I, what I, where I wanted to start outside of the, the uh, six minute Steve question but yeah it was really just like yeah well, how'd, how'd you get into it man what led you to it 
And 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 what led you to January this year, where you, that you started this thing and started kind of evolving it? Where what what got you here? Awesome. We'll do the thirty second pitch that I'm certain will turn into a thirty minute say, pitch. We, we got time, bro. There's no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you right. take your time, man. We got. I got more water. <laughs> we got water. We got time. Yeah. We're all good. good. We're all good. Uh, look, one thing because I know this is uh, you know obviously um, being recorded uh, video wise, but so for those of you who obviously can't see me, I am wearing a hat that says MDMA, <laughs> and I wanted to address that quickly because we ha- you haven't mentioned this. <laughs> So far, not yet. I'm uh, saving that one. Okay, cool. <laughs> I just wanted to address that probably first of all before everyone's like, "Who the fuck's this guy?" Uh, just quickly, it's a guy that um, I met through one of my mutual friends. So There's a friend that uh, basically I was best mates with a guy for ages, and sort of eventually drifted apart as you do in life. But one of his mates that I met um, started his own construction business, and the stuff he was doing in that space was really interesting to me and really. Um, he was doing things very differently and that was his whole thing yeah. and he's got t-shirts like built with pride and he's like we're not we're not your regular tradies we don't smell we have really nice haircuts <laughs> it's a different we we're trying to revolutionize the idea of what a tradie is in Australia yeah right really really cool and so he started a couple of different businesses but one of the businesses he started so it's Marshall Developments is his construction company and then just last year he started his own apparel company <laughs> called Marshall Developments Million Apparel Oh, so MDMA oh, and everyone that's as soon not as, what I was thinking exactly <laughs> dude I rocked up to a seminar a few weeks back and everyone was like <clears throat> whoa what the what's with the hat man it's got on drugs and of course I'm high energy and yeah. stuff you're like oh this guy's injecting heroin or whatever uh, I've never done any drugs <laughs> I've never done anything illegal to purchase drugs it's, I'm not a druggie but I just thought it's such an eye-catching thing. So I rep him because I love the brand. I love what he's doing. He's a great mate. Um, so I rep his stuff. Yeah. Um, so that I often wear the MDMA hat and this just happens to go well with my outfit. But um, <laughs> yeah, James Marshall, big shout out. Uh, <laughs> plug, plug. Yeah, uh, yeah, you plug whatever you need yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. You know, hold little placards up. Damn, I should have got my... But no, I've got, I've got a bunch of his merch and I had purchased this hat at the time that we're doing the, the bushfires were happening, right? And I wanted to some way give back, but I hadn't found anything that I was like, yeah, yeah I really want to give to this organization. And yeah. he said, this whole week, we're 100% of proceeds all going towards the bushfire support. And I was like, yep, boom, good bloke. We're going to rep him. So um, that's where the MD... Amazing. Can throw it out there. I'm a little disappointed. So I'm a little disappointed. Oh. I was hoping for like a drug fueled kind no. of like story, but yeah, no, that's okay. I'm just I'm, I'm messing with <laughs> when, I, when I was 17, I was yeah. injecting heroin into my eyeballs yeah, on the streets. Come on, man, give me something for the podcast. That's, that's where Six Minutes Eve came from. It's all a conspiracy. <laughs> that's right. That's what I Six for. Minute Junkies. Well, that's right. You've uh, you've broken the veil now. Now yeah. I know. Now I know. Okay. So all right. So, so yeah, getting back to back the uh, question. It. Yeah. Um, Basically, uh, where do I begin? So like, uh, one of my brothers has been super, I have a big family. Uh, let's get that out of the way. I have six sure. sisters and three brothers. Oh, big family. Shit. So that's where the energy and everything comes from. Cause it's like, you had to do something to stand out. What position are you in? Oh, I'm the second youngest, the youngest boy in the family. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So just my little sister and yep. everyone else is older than me. Uh, we were very close knit as well. Yeah. Being so many of us, you know, we obviously had to live in close quarters with each other. Mm. Um, so one of my brothers, though, we never really got along when we were younger. There's a six-year age gap. There's another brother in the middle, but he's really close to my elder brother, like uh, oldest brother, I should say, right? So <laughs> it kind of skips mm. the two brothers that are closest in age aren't the ones who are closest kind in. Kind of makes some sense. Yeah. yeah, and it's to do with personality and that kind of thing as yep. well, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, we're all still bros, all good, but me and my other brother are real close. Uh, I was only just telling someone the other day that he's probably one of the biggest influences on me, like in terms of 
you know, in high school and even in university, I studied um, like multimedia, mm-hmm. anything to do with IT, uh, did some video stuff. Um, and that led me to, I suppose, to be good at some of the stuff I'm good at now with this, you know, producing content, that kind of yeah, thing as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, he got me into the personal development world uh, like probably like six years ago. Okay. He was listening to like Les Brown. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Tony Robbins. Uh, Schwarzenegger yeah, like yeah, a lot of yeah, motivational yeah. stuff for him um, and then I started sort of hanging out with him a lot we started going to the gym together and he would sort of start listening to this stuff and everyone kind of thought he was a little bit crazy yeah that makes sense yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh, part puzzle yeah, it, it is isn't it yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, and I, I forget about it almost because mm-hmm. I start talking about something and someone's like that's so weird and it's like oh really like this is just my life you know yeah I think it's because I was talking with a friend the other day I think it's because you're kind of on the you're on the edge you're on the precipice of like change in the world yes. and what's what's uh, you know on, on that on that line on that edge and you're always looking for that next thing to help yep. evolve and grow our mentalities yep. and bodies and things so you yep. start to dip into some pretty weird shit yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> you slightly know, on that like, fringe of 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 the collective or like the standard level of consciousness i yeah. suppose if you want to call it that yeah 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 uh, i just noticed this what do you call it I don't, what, I don't know what you call it the wallpaper thing yeah yeah Is that I, different clippings and stuff or is that an actual wallpaper how does that work no they're actually they're actually new yorker covers oh wow yeah yeah so you can't see this but there's new yorker uh covers of magazines someone got it and put it on the walls and then and then we put um uh, like perspex clear perspex over the top of it to protect them yeah dude that's cool cool huh i only just noticed it and i was like oh wow that's (laughs) sure yeah i just noticed the flies up there just flying around the room Oh, yeah, I've been looking at them a little bit. If you see my eyes dart around, it's not because I'm on MDMA. Yeah. It's because I'm looking at them. <laughs> 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 These two dudes are just sitting here swatting, yeah. swatting flies out on a podcast. They go, how much do they have? <laughs> this is just water, I promise. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, okay, so so, uh, so a few years ago, with your bro, you started kind of getting into it. Tony Robbins, yeah. the kind of dudes. Yeah, I started listening to a lot of that on the way to the gym in the morning, uh, on the way to work. At the time, I was working in the city, so it was a commute in and commute out every day, you know, at least an hour in, at least an hour out, sometimes more. Yeah. Um, sometimes I would, you know, ride share with my dad or my auntie or whatever to get into the city. Um, so I had a lot of time as well to consume and, like, listen to a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I used to listen to a lot of it back then. <clears throat> so that's sort of where it started from. And then... It got to the point where, you know, I mentioned before Lewis Mocker, uh, it's just, he bought a Lamborghini and he posted a video about it on his YouTube <laughs> and he had this giant Snapchat following his company and all these things going on, but we didn't know anything about him until my brother just happened to find it one day on YouTube somehow. I think he was <laughs> just looking at cars and uh, he's like, oh, I found this guy. He's, he's from Queensland. He's a little bit weird. Like he just seems mm. like a normal guy, but... Mm. He has a Lamborghini now and he's like a little bit weird. In the Lamborghini video, he's got like a towel. Like they gave him a Lamborghini towel and he's like, oh, I'm going to take this to the gym. And he's just like, this guy's a little bit, little like, bit weird. Yeah, yeah. But just kind of like a normal guy. And yeah, right. He has a hot girlfriend. So anyway, we started sort of watching him. My brother's like, oh, I added him on Snapchat and he's talking about some pretty cool stuff. And then that was probably the next big leap for me in terms yeah. of personal development where I had like a kind of like a mentor there mm-hmm. that I was kind of like just listening to his stuff watching his snapchats every day and that was like the big mindset shift for me and then and so has he made his money off coaching is he a coach sort or is of he like, a, talk, okay. a keynote not necessarily guy, he, he? he sort of started off uh, and uh, hopefully I don't completely butcher his story <laughs> um, but basically he was a um, I think his dad was an investor and stuff so he's kind of always had this idea of like getting out of 9-5 
he saw people were like putting their jobs at you know or retiring at 60 whatever and then they would um like they had no money and he's just like people are doing everything wrong yeah um and then so his way out of the the nine to five he was just like an electrical apprentice i think was you know trading and investing and that kind of stuff okay. that was his area of expertise yeah, yeah. Um, and then so he got out of the stuff he was doing his own thing and then a friend from school uh, basically wanted to know what are you doing what's going on and then he taught them they started teaching a couple other people and him and this girl started this company hmm. uh, called Infinite Prosperity where they basically taught other people how to do the same and then they started getting all these other people who used that and leveraged that to quit their jobs and it kind of snowballed from there and then okay. I think she bought a Lamborghini at one point as well which went crazy on YouTube and then that went massive for them and all that sort of stuff so that's how we found him and he <laughs> just started doing Snapchats mm. um, you know talking about different stuff and talking about you know different mindset things and we used to just like it was a little bit almost confronting at one point where I was kind of like oh, I don't know if I really want to listen to what this guy has to say about you know um, religion and buying houses and stuff because I was kind of like shelled into my way of thinking yeah, how yeah. I was raised yeah. and it kind of was the first big moment where I was like or the next big moment I should say where I started to really question what the hell's going on um, and start to you know look outside of what the standard kind of as I said level of consciousness mm. or, or mm. awareness is um, so that's kind of how that started and then yeah as I said he sort of was one day uh, on his Snapchat where he made this lesson about getting out there and speaking and he basically said there's a lot of people out there going through some dark times and I started to think of all those people I know and I'm like yeah you're right the people going out there going through some dark times yeah most people (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. and most people in some form or another Um, and he said you know if you can get out there and share a message and bring a little positivity a little bit of enthusiasm a little bit of energy a bit of light into someone's day Mm -hmm. you can actually start to help people even if you just say hey guys hope you're having a good day yeah and I still watch that from time to time, that little Snapchat, because he's put it on his YouTube and it's saved to my like library or whatever. Mm. And I'll go and watch it from time to time. And it, that was the biggest thing for me that really got me like, okay, hold on. Not only has he given me permission to do what he's doing, which I already wanted to do, he said, you basically need to do this because yeah. like, there's people out there who need that. And I think if you have that, yeah, man, like, I love that. Like, if, you, if you've got the opportunity to give back, you know, like, like yeah. it's like this, 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 whatever this thing is. <laughs> These flies. Hepburn, Hepburn, yeah. Hepburn. Fly podcast that we're going on here with all my crazy shit that I've put on the table. Yeah, it's like a crystal. Is this like. That's, it's like a, a, a alcohol, a water dripper. You put in whiskey. Oh, okay. But I broke it today. So is that what you do? You put whiskey in these normally? Oh, uh, there's other stuff in there. No, there's nothing in there. No, <laughs> no there's nothing like this. I just I was putting little things on the table today and I found that. I'm like, I'll put that on the table. Oh, today. so this is not just a standard setup. It's different. No, it changes time. every time. Oh, wow. Yeah, every That's time. cool. Yeah, and this as well, like if you want to give that a spin, you can give that a spin at some oh, point. Oh, wow. Do you know how to use those? Um, not really. No, I can give you. That's That, that works. No, you got to put it, put it on your palm, but you, yeah, raise it up. But you use the other side, the side? So that soft side, and you put it on the side. Uh, outside of it and then yeah but you got to put it with a bit you got to ha- put a bit of pressure on it oh like towards the bowl yeah but then it's about how hopefully the mic can pick that up oh it will yeah no problems yeah so you want to keep your hand flat flat yeah they tell me yeah so you're not touching the sides there oh you know. yeah and then you kind of start to See, you can kind of feel the, like, there you go. Yeah, the vibration. A bit more pressure and you get that. Yeah, see? 
you know, I might make Dude, that's that a, crazy. Might make that a feature from now on. It's like you have to to start the podcast with a just to a, yeah, so it's like a oh wow. We're healed, bro. We're healed. No problems. Whatever it is, we've Just got. Put on that Lion King song straight after yeah, you do it. Exactly. That's right. There's my singing voice for the that's, day, that's ladies that's and gentlemen. Beautiful. That was beautiful. Thank you, sir. Appreciate um, it. Yeah, man. So, uh, um, so yeah. Oh, so it's nice. like it's similar to to grassroots in the sense where. Yeah. It's, um, what are the roots of grassroots? Yeah, yeah. That's, well, funnily enough, it was it, uh, well, for, grassroots started a couple of years back. So I got a I got a startup. We've been running for like five or six years. Right. Halo. And there's these massive peaks and troughs in in starting your own businesses, especially yeah. when you're trying to build new technology and new markets and stuff. Pretty yeah. pretty dark days. Yeah. yeah pretty okay. lonely times. And in one of the troughs, in earlier years, you know. You like thinking it was all over, thinking oh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna lose this business, you know, like we're not gonna be able to survive, we're not gonna make it, and being through a bunch of different businesses and things and, and projects over the years, and I'm just like, another one, like really another one, okay? Mm. It's like, well, what is? And, and for me at the time, it was like, what exactly do I want to do? Like, what is it in life that I? What, what you know, if if I didn't have to work today, what what would I be doing? What would yeah. I looking on YouTube? You know, what would I spend my time doing? Um, and Great it, questions, right? Like, and, and I just started to write and just started to ask kind of those questions. Like, yep. what am I interested in? What, what do I, what do I don't like about the world that I want to change? What do I not like about myself that I want to change? And what, you know, gets me out of bed every day, kind of thing. And yep. and just through this kind of process of writing, I've got it on on grassroots on the blog. It's there, and 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 you can actually, funnily enough. As I'm, I'm writing, going, yeah, it's, I kind of want to start this grassroots movement, and I'm like, I was, and that's where the name came from because oh, it just right. kind of came out. You just let it flow. Yeah, and like at the time, it was all kind of about like psychedelics and like legalizing psychedelics for mental just, health. Oh, that's okay. I'm starting to understand where it all fits in. You can see that's why you were keen for the MDMA. You were like, oh, I hope there's a good. I was just thought maybe story. brought some. No, yeah. no I'm joking. <laughs> but no, it was and, still myth. Yeah, like, you, you mentioned heroin at one stage, but yeah, no, but it was more so like um, <laughs> that was kind of where it, it started just around I guess just things that would help people become self-aware and, and awesome, mind man. altering stuff and then but then funnily enough it evolved right and it evolved into videos and then evolved into some podcasts and it's just this thing that's that's created but it was created at a time of um, yeah just kind of not knowing what I wanted out of life and, yeah. and it constantly evolves still now where it may be something different next year and year after yeah. it's just a, but it's an opportunity to share just to have share conversations yeah and, yeah, I, I love that that trough, that dark, you know, moment, as you said, was the catalyst that projected all of that yeah. out of you. Yeah, it's usually the way, right? Like hundred, the, the light, the lights on the other side of the darkness, right? Like, yeah. yeah. I, I think someone was talking about it recently. I don't remember where I found it or where I heard this, but it was like so many of these business, like successful top people in the world, all said their biggest moment of success came right after like the darkest part where they thought it's all over nah it's it's gone and they just like slightly they went a little bit further and then That's everything turned around that, so the, true the MDMA guy James Marshall was telling me about his his dad or granddad someone was saying to him the same thing you know he said how did you do it or whatever and he said oh this week after basically I had no idea where 
if I was ever going to be able to put food on the table again. <laughs> it was like he went from that to like, I think it was within, within one month, went to like a million dollars yeah. or 10 million or something ridiculous. Because it happens at like in one day like the, that money will land in just in one day like yes. it's it's a really weird thing and, and yeah. what what we discovered through the startup is like every day within like i've had you know, friends of mine watch days of work but we were working yeah. and within the day it's like massive highs and then massive lows and just because there's so much uncertainty in it all so you yeah. just start to get really good at dealing with the ups and downs nearly to the point where it becomes kind of comical because you're just like, oh yeah, we're down again, <clears throat> whatever. I pick myself up, I know what to do, I know how to get back into my yep. rhythm again because we're just, we do it every day. Yep. So it's just over, over time, you just start to become used to that yep. style of life, yep. you know. And, and the, the down and the top don't emotionally affect you as much. So even though the, the day or whatever it is, is going up and down, you're all still relatively centered. Somewhat, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you kind of more just, yeah, like, yeah. You'd be centered sometimes and then other times not centered, but you also know you're not centered, so you kind of just like... Is that awareness? I'm playing it up. Like, yeah, yeah oh, oh, damn it, wow, this is terrible. But it's just like, oh, man, whatever. Yeah. Like, it's going to be fun. There's a little bit of like, as a hint yeah. of fun in it. Yeah. yeah, it's like, we've done this before. Oh, here we go. Here yeah, we everything's go. everything's, everything's <laughs> fucked again. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... I love that. So that's kind of where this kind of came about, man. But yeah, same, same thing. Like, it's... It was just an opportunity to, um, and you know, for, for me anyway, I did, I've done a bunch of work over the years on myself and on, on consciousness and emotions and, you know, and awesome. that doesn't end, but um, yeah. an opportunity to share some of that knowledge maybe. And as you said, like if someone, you know, looks at one of you, I had for the first, not first time, but recently had someone the other day goes, I was so inspired by your post today. And I was just like, Oh, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, like it's, yeah, that's what it's about. In that. Yeah. Uh, I think is it the, the Tony Robbins uh, model he talks about, like the six core needs? Okay, yes. It's yeah. not unsimilar. I think it's sort of roughly based or loosely based on the Maslow's uh, hierarchy of needs. Need. Yeah, yep. yeah. Um, you know, and in that, it's like, I think it's the middle two. It's like that connection and significance. Yeah, community connection. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like, and purpose. And, yeah. yeah, how do you get significance? By giving other people significance yeah. and not wanting significance for yourself, which yeah. creates connection. Service, yeah. It's like everything everything is backwards. Yeah. And it's what's the, the, the bottom one? It's like certainty versus uncertainty. And it's like, oh, how do you have more um, certainty by being able to deal with more uncertainty? Yeah. Like, you know, the yeah. way they all interplay, yeah. it's a beautiful thing. And it's <laughs> it's so much like of, of sort of what I do. And <clears throat> I suppose without getting... Um, too far into it you know you mentioned before about you ask yourself those questions mm. that is and you mentioned before about how i do you know the purpose stuff that you know that's one part of what i do and it's the very first part of what we do don't need to give me your trade secrets right but i'll be keen like no no, no i'm about. happy to talk out the process yeah, well, yeah, for sure. yeah. yeah i'll so be keen to understand the purpose process a uh, little bit of background it's based on the Martini values determination okay. process you know yep. dr john Martini. Yep. Yep. so lewis mock is a student of his uh, and has taken a lot of his teachings and teachings okay. from other people as well, but helped, um, I think he defines it as put his perversions on them <laughs> in terms of you know, a way to translate them. Uh, you know, he, he likes to, you know, to sort of define it as like he learned the timeless wisdom from the masters, mm. the stuff that isn't just the fads of the current day that's in and whatever. It's the stuff that is either exactly true for the conditions today as it was back then. Yeah. Or more so now, and he's like, 
that's how we know this is some timeless wisdom. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so he didn't translate that into another way. So he he created this purpose process around the teachings of Dr. John D. Martini, which he's done a lot of. Like yeah. He's gotten, you know, so like I've done Breakthrough Experience, for instance, with uh, okay. John, yeah. which was awesome. If you, have, you, yeah, have you done much work with D. Martini? You, no, I've got friends that have, that are deep into it and yeah. now they're... they're Coaching, I guess, is the word. I'd, yeah, I'd facilitation, like, facil- probably. Yeah, 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 facilitation stuff. All his, all his work, and yeah, they've yeah. done their own versions of it. But to be honest with you, man, I, I've, I'm like self-taught with things. Like I haven't done many. Like I've done, I've did um, a, a thing called the spiral, which is a kind of like a body talk, um, NLP s- right. style, energetic kind yeah. of stuff. I'd probably, and then yeah, and then outside of that, man, I don't think I've ever done a. Specific a, a specific course or growth okay. course or anything like that. Okay. Read a bunch though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was the same for me. And so up until, um, I suppose, Lewis, I, I've done a few of these things. Like I'm in, in his monthly, um, monthly mastermind uh, program, um, which is a subscription product basically. So you yeah. tune in each month and you get new access to new content, yep, access yep, to yep. The content that's already there, which is cool. Uh, but yeah, so it's based on the original uh, Dr. John D. Martini um, values determination process that he then thought, there's all there's there's more here. It's mm-hmm. not quite deep enough, and mm-hmm. it's not built with that intention, um, you know, from the, the DMIT. Like it's something that people do before they rock up to breakthrough, or something they can do for Ferro's website. Okay. So it can't be an in-depth process. Yeah, you know, because it's not for that per se. No, you know no, what I mean? No. Um, <clears throat> so he built on that and it did basically three levels of why, and then from there you uh, grab all of the information all the words that you've put into this tool that he's built mm-hmm. and then from there you can piece together okay what keeps coming up okay what are the consistent threads here yeah and then you define all that and sort of and Lewis calls it like you dig for the gold and then you sort of fuse all the nuggets of gold mm-hmm. all the little flecks of gold together to create like a golden nugget hmm. which is your purpose yeah interesting. Right? so we go through all these different areas and this will sort of lead in, I suppose, to how I actually started my coaching uh, program. Um, it was one of the guys from the mastermind, uh, Ryan, um, reached out to me because one of the things that Lewis teaches is, you know, this four product empire, which is his four products to basically build an entire empire, or, you know, hmm. your entire business. Yeah, it's awesome, really, really cool. There's a lot of wisdom in it. So it's called the the four product empire, and. He, Ryan, uh, I saw him in the group and he was talking about, you know, people procrastinating. And then he messaged me and he's like, hey man, how's your four product empire going? And I'm like, I'm one of those procrastinated guys you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so he uh, spoke to me about it all and uh, I did some coaching with him and he took me through it because I had done the purpose process before, but mm-hmm. I felt I didn't quite get the value out of it. Mm-hmm. And so I thought one of two things. One, um, I just sort of beat myself up about it like oh I'm not good at this process or maybe I'm just not like maybe this process doesn't work for me because I can't get clear on specifically what the what the things are because mm. it's one of those things that if something is your purpose you'll feel it you're not going to be like oh this is my purpose and it feels like something completely separate to you yeah yeah well, that's an interesting concept right because like, yeah. Do you think your purpose can change? Yes. Like, I just think yes. it evolves and it yes, changes, it right? And that's you know? part of what Lewis says, says as well. Um, you know, and DMRT. So, Martini, I think, I don't know how often he does, he redefines his purpose or redefines his yeah. values. But Lewis suggests you do it every three to six months because he said it changes. Yeah. So, if you were to have a health crisis tomorrow, yeah. 
obviously your values are going to change a lot. Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously, yeah, yeah, we're talking yeah. about the coronavirus and yeah. all that kind of stuff happening yeah, at the moment. Yeah. It's pretty relevant, right? Yeah, People are sure. changing their, um, their, their, apparently some chick pulled out a knife on some other chick because they were fighting over toilet paper crazy. in the store. You know what I mean? Yeah, You're not crazy. normally just going to go shank someone for no, a roll of toilet paper. No, yeah, value, value chain changes. Yeah. yeah. You know, hierarchy of needs hierarchy again. Need, They're yeah. back in survival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you not think, <clears throat> it's like um, pr- pr- linking into procrastination, right? Uh, something that Lewis talks about as well. It's like, how much time do people spend scrolling through Facebook? Dude, I did a month off over Christmas. The distraction of that stuff's insane. It's crazy. It's insane. It's become part of our lives now. It's, yeah. just a, it's, it's the medium that we use to distract ourselves. Yeah. So if your uh, significant other or friend of yours or whatever was dangling over the um, the ledge over here, right, mm. the balcony, you're not going to be like, oh, yeah, but like I'm just going to scroll through Facebook. <laughs> when there's an yeah, urgent matter, yeah. all that stuff goes yeah. out the window. Yeah, of you course. know, I think that's what we're sort of seeing there. So yes, your purpose isn't always fixed, and your values can change. But basically, the how the purpose works is it's a collection of all your highest values together. Mm-hmm. And if you mold all those together, that's mm. what your sort of purpose is. Mm. That makes sense. Um, so, <clears throat> uh, De Martini's one involves all these different sort of vectors and then uh, Lewis's one sort of similar. But what Lewis sort of did with it was sort of take it a step further and he went to these three levels of why. So basically what I do with, with my guys, and this is what I was taught um, with a combination of, you know, Lewis and Ryan, as I said, um, and it's this, we go into all these different vectors, like where do you spend your time, mm-hmm. right? And this is sort of what you were saying before about when you're writing, it's the same thing. So it's a where do you spend your time, where do you spend your money, um, what occupies your space whether what's on your personal time or what do you fill your spaces yeah. with yeah. whether it's the office at work or your house or whatever it is um, then it's also what, where you spend your energy so what things give you a surge of energy or what do you jump at the opportunity mm-hmm. to do all the time mm-hmm. and then the last one that we do is <laughs> communication what do you communicate and talk about the most yes <laughs> um, that's a good one I like that yeah man yeah, and so sense. one people very rarely ask themselves these questions yeah yeah especially the stuff that people get from when we go through, I don't just say, where do you think you spend the most time? Where do you think you spend the most money? I get them to go through their statements and go, what objectively is what you're spending your money on? And Mm. the time we go, we plan their entire day Hmm. and they they never want to admit it, but they all spend so much time in what we call fuckery. (laughs) That's what I call it. And whether that's Snapchat, uh, Netflix, whatever it is, um, and when they when when you plan out your day, you're like, oh my god, what I think is like 20 minutes of going through yeah. social media a day, four hours. It's, it, it is hours, people. <laughs> right? yeah, and when yeah. we put in the weekends, they're like, oh my weekend hours. doesn't have a schedule, and it's like, that's cool, let's make one now. And they're yeah. like, Jesus, I spent a lot of time messing Netflix, about, man. Yeah, man, watching yeah. seasons and seasons and stuff. Yeah. And that's no judgment, right? It's not. You know? No, because, yeah, I think, again, it aligns to what your values are. Like, mm-hmm. if you don't give a fuck, then, like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, and it, like there's no one, no one, you don't yes. have to do anything. Yes. You know? And you don't lift a fucking finger unless something provides you value. Yeah, there you go. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. If, if you just take out all the social media and don't replace that with some other form of whatever value mm. you're getting out of that, you might be able to do it for a week and then you'll binge or so Netflix is a really good one you might go off Netflix for a couple of weeks or a month and then you'll binge it yeah, or you might yeah. go without alcohol or greasy food for a bit and then you'll binge on it I'm just coming off the back end of it yeah. each week because I did three weeks of trying to do this like fast of no alcohol oh, no sugar uh, yeah. no coffee okay cool and I, I'd last a week 
Then I'd blow out on the yep. weekend and drink, yep. and then I'd do another week. Then yep. I blow out. Got to the third week and went, I'm done. I'm do not doing it. And then I blew out hard <laughs> all week. Just got back to the whole food store today. Yeah, yeah, awesome, dude. It's like a slingshot. Yeah, call like a slingshot theory, and it works in yep. the reverse as well. Where if you, for me anyway, if I if I have a bad run, right, and yeah, then yeah. I'm just like. Okay, I'm coming back. I'm coming back strong. Exactly. You know, exactly. That's, that's how I go through it anyway. Exactly right. And uh, you know, we were talking in the elevator on the way up here about uh, schedules. You mm-hmm. know, and I was sort of saying to you, you know, yeah, throughout the week, my Monday to Friday, I allow myself the Monday, Wednesday, Friday where I go to the gym. But I got the two days where I do my personal development in the morning, um, or I, you know, I get to have myself a little bit of a sleep. And my first calendar segment on a Saturday morning or a Sunday morning. I think it starts at like 8 o'clock or 8.30, whatever, notifies me. The calendar title literally says, wake up and watch some shit. Because <laughs> that's my time. It's like, yeah, yeah. it's scheduled yeah. fucking about time. Yeah. Well, it, and it's not even fucking about it. It's doing the things that I love to do, you know, that I like to do, the stuff that I like to watch. Um, but I don't beat myself up because it's like, no, this is my time to do that. Yeah, man, there's nothing wrong with it either. Like, you, you know, switching off and like I, I, did, exactly. a, I did a month off social media Um and it was, you know, one, because of distraction, you know, two, I was wasting a lot of time. I just I was, going through, <laughs> I was going through a breakup as well. So there's also that avoiding, you know, seeing the world and seeing what else yeah. is going on. But um, yeah, man, like it can be, it is like, it's such a heavy distraction. But when you, when you remove it out, yeah, it, it is so strange how you start to then find like there's kind of no more excuses to do things. So you just focus on those positives. Like I was just focusing on that task, that daily task list going through it, you know? Mm. No, it's, it's certainly a thing. And that's what we find for these people when we go through these stuff. Um, so we go through the top three. It's like, where do you spend your your time? For instance, I mean, we do the top three. Yeah. And then each of those, we ask ourselves why. So why do you spend so much time on, um, uh, social media yeah. or whatever for instance right or and say it's like YouTube or whatever it is and it's like cool why do you spend so much time on that and what are the sort of stuff that you're watching on there and it's like yeah. oh okay well I'm watching a lot of personal development stuff or I'm watching a lot of funny stuff or mm-hmm. I'm watching mm-hmm. vlogs or I'm watching this I'm watching that and it's like cool so we actually start once again people know, never even ask themselves that, those questions let alone well what am I doing when I'm on social media mm-hmm. now that I know mm-hmm. I, I'm on there a lot and then it's like cool and then what's the why of that and then what's the why of that? So we do three levels of why. And what I found is sometimes it actually takes like five levels. We still do it within three cells on this spreadsheet that we map it out on yeah. this tool. Um, but it's a matter of knowing, chunking up and chunking down and asking the right questions. So that's where doing it with a coach is super important For because sure. I can call you out on your bullshit. Yeah, it's digging in. Exactly. Because mm. it's so easy for people to say, oh, well, I'm watching lots of, uh, personal development stuff, which means I have a high value on personal development and learning. Um, you know, rah, rah, rah. yeah. Jeremy, I can go. Okay, how much of it is personal development? Yeah. Open up your YouTube feed yeah, for me and show, show me. me. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and so that's the, that's the thing for me um, as well. I, you know, I realized it was such a real split of like personal development when I did it, um, and uh, like comedy. You know, yeah, watching funny yeah, stuff. I love, yeah, I love stand up comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah same. And, and for me, it was just this. Um, you know how they do all those like let's play like gaming channels oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. really a big gamer but I did find this one because um, these guys they have animations that are done as well for, for their stuff but I just it's like a podcast mm. they're just having a conversation yeah. Yeah, yeah. while this video game is yeah. playing so, I love that stuff yeah. yeah and so 
but they're also like they're both really good at in, uh, the game grumps is the channel I'm talking about they're both really good at improv comedy so I used to just like uh, turn on and listen to it while I was in the car yeah so I would just consume this like yeah, funny yeah. stuff especially after work you know especially when it's been a real big week or whatever it was I was just like I need this this is my like little gift to myself mm-hmm. I would look forward to the drive home mm-hmm. you know um, so instead of just ending the day where I'm like flat I'm like oh Awesome, now I get to do my drive home, I get to listen to this stuff, you know? Um, So we go through all this stuff with the people, but when we do the first level, we're sort of looking at what's the immediate value that we're getting out of this, or what's the specific area or the four minutes in, and then from there, what's the underlying value you get from that stuff? So whether it's like the vector might be YouTube, or reading a book or whatever it is, and it's like, what sort of stuff are you reading? And it's like, okay, it's personal development, it's mindset, you know, it's learning about something, it's like, cool what value do you get out of doing that? And mm. it's like, okay, I get a value out of the fact that I know that um, I'm improving myself and I'm growing, mm. I'm I'm doing this and you know, it means I'm moving forward, I'm not being stagnant and all this sort of stuff, whatever. And then you get to the third level why, I, we always get to what's the void. And this comes from Martini that voids drive values. So there's always a childhood void, um, <laughs> which is something that's like... Um, I'll use so one of my clients. This is a real example. Um, one of the he had a it came up a lot, and it wasn't just in time. It was time. It was money. It was communication. Yeah, we yeah. Just, and that's the cool part is you see the patterns. Okay, yeah. yeah. And they start seeing. And they're like, oh, hmm. I already can answer the third level when you ask me the question. You already know now because the neurons in my brain are now changing, mm. and I'm I'm understanding that there's it's like a process of self-realization. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And we get to the end of the process, and they can just spit out yeah. what their things are. And they start being conscious of where they're spending time. Discover the patterns, right? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's super interesting when you see the lights coming on people. I love it. So hmm. they get to this uh, realization. So this guy uh, coming up uh, was um, uh, nutrition, gym, fitness, huge area for him. It's like, cool, what's the what's the, the why out of that? And it's like, oh, I love, you know, being able to go out there. You know, I want to be at the gym. I, mm. It's my happy place. I feel like I'm, if I don't go, I feel stagnant, all the stuff, hmm. right? It's like, so... I feel like I'm um, you know, improving my body, improving my health. And then from there, it's like, okay, what value are you getting out of that? And it's like, well, I want to look good in front of chicks and in front of other guys. I want to be that person who's, you know, got the good rig and sure. that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and some people don't always want to admit that stuff because it's like, that sounds really narcissistic. Like, oh, I want to go to the gym because I want to have a healthy lifestyle. And it's like, bullshit. Why yeah, do you really you want, want to fucking go yeah, to the gym? Yeah, you know? I want to look good and pick up girls. Yeah. What, what do you I mean? will call people yeah. out. I don't... You have to have certainty in doing the process, right? Mm. Otherwise, you'll get completely... Kind of a level of honesty, right? Like, yes. you got to at least come into it. And do you yeah. think, like... So, the type of people that... that who are the, usually the type of people that come come and do training like this? Like, I haven't done things like that before, but I know when I step into that kind of a zone... Yeah. Um, uh, is it is it people that are, are usually ready to take the step? Um, great question. Yes and no. Um, I'm super fortunate, and I don't know if this is because the way I brand myself or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. and the way I produce content mm-hmm. on social media. Um, but all of my people that I've worked with are very similar to me. So I just did a big uh, shout out okay. a couple of weeks back of uh, who all my clients, current clients are that I'm working with in the next few months. Yep, yep, and yep. gave them a shout out and just shared a little piece of um, content that I liked from them from oh, their channels good. yes right uh, and it was cool because I basically just introduced I was like here's the fam here's the yeah. tribe that I yeah. work with yeah. Love it. and um, all of them with the exception of one the story, when I watched the story back 
And it was all funny stuff from all of them. Ah, you know? okay. And it was showing their personality and their energy and this funny kind of yeah, humor side. Yeah. Which oh, is, surprise, surprise, one of my highest values. Yeah, but you probably attract that exactly. type of person. Yeah, and interesting. It, and so I, I just keep sort of saying it to people, I'm like, I'm the luckiest person in the world. Because like, I get to hang out yeah. with these people. Uh, yeah, yeah, it doesn't yeah. feel like work. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, I think, as you said, you're just attracting... Like, if, if you put out this energy and this personality and people don't resonate with that or they're not into that, they're not going to be the ones who click on no, your stuff. No, no. Well, it's gonna, like how this came about, right? Exactly. They're not going to yeah. start conversations. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's similar with me. You know, we do, I, I do a bit of background before I decide to work with someone um, as well. And we get to know each other a little bit first before, mm. you know, we go into a sales pitch or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and it's also, that, well, there's a couple of factors. It's like that alignment of personality and yeah okay also like the the, the um what do they want to achieve yeah yeah, yeah what challenges are they going through are, am i inspired to help do we connect um that sort of stuff but it's also do i think i can help them through these challenges mm, you know mm, mm. um yeah because there has to be as you're saying like, a, like nearly a personality match to it as well yes right sure Maybe a bit of yeah okay so like i, I could just trying to you know work with everyone and everyone but yeah, I don't yeah. I don't want to do that yeah I'd rather grow slower and work with people that um, I'm inspired to work with I enjoy working with because then we're both going to enjoy the process we're both going to get a lot more out of it mm. they're going to get the results mm. which is good for me mm. as a coach but like success wise it's good for me as a coach because I get the yeah. testimonials yeah. and referrals <laughs> yeah, exactly. but also I'll enjoy that a lot more you know? Yeah, right. And then uh, so your so are the four products there for the standard kind of coaching, digital, seminar, talks. Oh. Is that what they mean by the four products? The four product empire? Yeah. I like that you uh, latched onto that. Uh, no. <laughs> I'll go straight to product. Yeah, right. man. Dude, <laughs> what the, are we selling? The, yeah, the, the four product empire um, is actually more of a... Um, it's a little bit more broad than that and it's basically for anyone who's doing uh, business especially online business but it's basically the four products that can that you can run a business off uh, a very very highly successful highly profitable business off is the idea okay so it's the first one is the free product yep so that might be whether it's a you know a free access to a free podcast or my free sign up for my newsletter or whatever it might be Um, and then you drive traffic to that through all your social media stuff, whether it's YouTube or Facebook, Instagram, that kind of mm-hmm, thing, right? Mm-hmm. So they're not the free products, but you are providing free value yes, on those into yes. a free product. Sure, I would you? Yeah, yep. okay. And then from there that you go into a core product offering. So that might be like the buy my $500 mindset course, sure, right? Sure, sure, sure. Yep. And then the idea is then there's a subscription product, yep. which is so what you know Lewis does, his yep. monthly mastermind, that's yep. his subscription product. And then the high ticket would be more like your high level service, which sure, is like sure, your one on one. One on one coaching stuff like that. So what for me, yeah. that's where I've started off my one on one coaching. Yeah. And yeah. to give you a quick overview of what the next twelve to sixteen months looks uh sorry, twelve to eighteen months looks like for me, is I will be just smashing my one on one coaching. Cause one, I love doing that. I'll, I reckon I'll always do that. I get yeah. so so much out of that. I really, yeah. really enjoy it. So there's that. And then the second uh, product, once we basically smash that for the year is basically defining okay cool really bullet testing these process so even after you know i've been doing this for two months now um where i've been doing one-on-one coaching and i've already redefined so much of the process for myself so yeah yeah you'll just make it your own well yeah. not just make my own but also like okay i find people struggling with this so we need to get that sorted at this part you know mm-hmm. or i might change how i 
you know, explain something to someone or whatever it might be. So mm. I start to refine that. So then over the course of, of, uh, of doing that, obviously I grow the, the testimonials or referrals, all the things. And then it's like package those into a course because it's like, okay, I've bullet tested this enough. I know how to produce that in, in a way that it's easier for a mass audience to understand. Because mm. obviously if I just was to sell my one-on-one packages, it would, wouldn't work very well because it's so specialized in terms of you know, it's customized to that person. Yeah, and also not scalable, right? Exactly. Like you've got to be able to scale it out. And if you want to get that message out there and you want to live off it and all those kind of things, exactly. you're going to have to, yeah. Exactly. So that's the idea of that is uh, I'll package all these little things into, um, you know, short courses that people can do. Yeah. Um, and so that's sort of what that core product looks like. Yeah, yeah. And then from there, where the subscription comes in, and it's where I learned from doing the mastermind with Lewis, he actually had a whole month on doing how to do a subscription product. Yeah. Um, and it's the, the, you really want to have that Netflix style one where mm-hmm. you charge people access to content that already exists, yeah. But also new content that comes on, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, Disney like Plus, yeah, 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 huge example, yeah, right? Yeah, they're, they're, they yeah. had all this IP that was sitting yeah. on for ages, yeah. And then was it the first day they made like ten million off it or something, something? like that? It's like Stan is all like that's Channel Ten, yeah, yeah. It's all old TV crap, yeah. And that's where, they're, and they're some of it's even like. Um, uh, bits and pieces of it are like Foxtel stuff. Yes, yeah, you know? that's right. Yeah, because that connection, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so, All right. so it's, it's the products. Yep. So, so that's the um, the subscription sort of model um, that I'll sort of do from there. It's like creating new stuff, but also charging people. It's like, hey, instead of paying for all these courses, yeah, you, know, you can get on the subscription um, for that kind of thing. Obviously, it won't be as you know nitty gritty or specialized mm-hmm. necessarily as the courses because it's mm-hmm. going to be you know obviously the courses are a higher price point because there's much more packaged into them yeah but here's the um like i plan to you know package in little bonus and, and extra hacks and little bits and pieces on yeah stuff yeah on i dig that does that make sense it does make yeah. sense so and i'll probably get back to the coaching stuff in a sec just yeah, around just around coaching you know actually i'll go now like okay. what i find interesting at the moment with the coaching phenomenon that's yep. happening, if you want to call it that, yep. um, that you've got these guys like Matt, um, you know, Martini and, and, you know, I read um, uh, Mind Valley's book, the guy from Mind Valley, I read his book and it was like value alignment, right? Which is the f- first step of what yep. you're talking about. And yep. then you've got Martini, then you've got uh, the, the Fit for Service mastermind that Aubrey Marcus does. Um, you know, and they're creating, they're, they're creating courses like this that are creating coaches that are creating courses. Yeah, yeah. And you wonder at what point it kind of becomes, and if it can become saturated. You know what I mean? And, and whether um, because they they are seemingly bringing together similar types of concepts, and I don't know whether we saturated, but I just wonder w- w- what that network effect will have. Yeah, man, I, I know exactly what you mean, and I think. Every industry or every up-and-coming industry will be saturated, um, which I love, to be honest. Because yeah, abundance, it, right? Well, there's that, but it's like it means you've got to do your own thing to mm. stand out, mm, mm, mm. you know? Yeah. And that's what I love about this the, the purpose process. The way I look at it is it's not just defining what your values are for you personally. We combine all those things. So for me, it's... Uh, teaching, yeah, learning, yeah, and being funny, yeah, 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 right. And for me, you know, so they're your values. They're my highest values. They're your highest values. Yeah. yeah. 
uh, at least at this point in my life. Obviously, if I was to have kids, sure, there'd be sure, high sure, values sure. around family and these kinds of things. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, the further we get into the business, um, <laughs> there could be a high value around the business. But to me, the business is those things. Yeah, that's interesting. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Mine would have to be communication, community, and love. Awesome. I guess would be mine when yep. I think about it. No, yeah, uh, commun- yeah, communication is probably one of my highest values. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Um, so for me, it's like I'm a, I'm a weird cat in terms of sometimes when people learn, they're learning to learn. Mm-hmm. Like it's an incoming vector and then teaching is obviously an outgoing vector, mm-hmm. right? I'm very strange in the terms of first thought when learning is oh wow that's interesting the immediate second thought is how can I like I'm already rewording it in my brain to teach it or to yeah, talk about it yeah 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 so when you say communication I, I resonate hard yeah, with that because yeah. it, it's how I think yeah I'm the same and I'm yeah. an experiential learner so it's like unless I communicate it I don't really understand yes. it so you know if exactly. I can be of service to someone or excuse me um, Aubrey, Aubrey Marcus talk, talks about it in the um and Joseph Campbell in in um, a book called The Hero's Hero's Journey. Oh right, yeah. And, and he talks about the same thing, meaning that the final step is you go through the challenge, you go through the darkness, you know that abyss. Yeah, the abyss. Is it that circle of the Hero's uh, Journey, like that old kind of map? I think so. Yeah, and then you kind of come out of it, right? And then the final step is to share your story yes. with people and that, that, that integrates that, the learning and yes. integrates the full circle. And you know? yeah, yeah, awesome. Um, that. So that's cool. So, so the value alignment I dig and then that forms because when I know Jason Silver was talking about like finding purpose, right? And he's talking about kind of saying, yeah, what are the things you value? What are the things that you love? What's something in the world that you want to change? Yes. Where do those two things intersect? Yep. And somewhere in the middle is your purpose. Like yeah, somewhere yes, in the yes. middle is kind of like, okay, awesome. there's something I want to change and these are the things that I like. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. You can find through there. I hear a lot of people sort of talk about purpose. You know, I think Gary Vee sort of talks about it like do what you love kind of thing or do mm. what you're interested in. And I find that always falls into the purpose process. But the reason why I think this is such a powerful uh, process is after we do all that, we take all the words that you've used and we find out not just what the specific values are, but how you actually communicate to find those. Yeah. And we sort of stick them together. So if in the process you've used the word, you know, learning 40 times, it's like, okay, learning is a cool thing for you. Yeah. Obviously, that's an important thing. But it, it's it's how you talk about it. And everyone uses their own words. Mm-hmm. And when I when we do this process, it's always in their own words. Yeah, we have course. to define yeah. how they articulate. Because yeah. inspired is a huge word for a lot of people. You know, If you've done anything with hierarchy of language before. No, 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 okay. really. I so like that though. Hierarchy of language is basically like there's words that are umbrellas for a whole bunch of other words. It's like, you know, okay. picture tells a thousand yep. stories, whatever. Yep. The same kind of concept. It's like good means something mm. great kind of means a little bit more but like extravagant or excellent yeah, or okay. you know magnificent yeah, fantastic yeah, yeah. are these bigger words yes yeah. and that and all those little words kind of connect to it okay so like yeah. inspired empowered all these yeah. kinds of really large words um uh those words that can sum up everything else so i, I try and help people also find those words that have meaning in them because mm. if this is my rule with i do purposes if I don't feel it, you certainly can't be feeling you it. You either, yeah. Yeah, yeah I dig that. If I'm feeling it, you definitely are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a couple of moments where you have to stop a little bit and they're like, oh, like, hmm. I'm a little bit in awe of this this whole thing that we've just discovered hmm. where I realized because, you know, I was bullied in high school when I was a kid uh, that that's led me to, you know, 
you know, work on this thing. You know, I use the example for of the guy with the he goes to the gym because he wants to be ripped for the the, 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 the lads and for the girls. Yeah. There was this underlying thing of, you know, bullying and, you know, the rejection and the social groups and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That has led to this value and then you realise, oh, okay, this thing that happened that I thought was only bad has led me to this course, yeah. Space that I'm yeah, at. it makes it who you are, right? Yeah. yeah. So then we get all those words together and then we go through, as you said, like how like what what does that mean and how does that affect other people and we can almost go into how to monetize it from there because we go into the, the the overall why which is a connection of all the little why so say you have yep. a value on learning that might show up in a whole bunch of different ways and it might have a whole bunch of values that you're getting from learning in it and that might have a whole bunch of different voids in mm-hmm. it that are all packaged together which mm-hmm. is why it rises to the top so in doing so you can sort of stick all that together into this greater um, why um, of what it all means to you or why that thing is so important to you and then from there we go into the what the who and the how Okay, cool. So say it is teaching yeah. or coaching or being funny. What do you want to do in that area? Yeah. Who do you want to do it to? And how do you want to do that? Mm. So it might be like, the how might be even a thing like, oh, I want to start this you know, online community of like-minded people that they can all come together and this and that. Mm. And then it's like the what might be, I really want to share this message of quit the nine to five or yeah. grow your mindset or yeah. whatever it is. And the who might be, I want to really attract you know, and this is a really uh, powerful one for some of the girls out there. It's like, and I, you know, I, I saw this heaps when I did the, the Igniter with Tom Clark. It's this, I want to build a community of, you know, women who see mm. themselves as mm. being beautiful, strong, strong independent yeah, people, yeah, yeah. you know, and they have gone through stuff where they've looked in the mirror and they've hated their body image mm. and, and all this sort of stuff. And it's like, awesome. What we've just done is define exactly what's the most important things to you how you're going to impact other people with that message what your message fucking is but also that's now your marketing campaign yeah, done yeah that's how right. we monetize yeah, it you know story, right yeah and and so, yeah. so is the purpose so i guess the purpose is the why right and i'm waiting somewhere this so to uncover the purpose yeah that, that really gives you the why because i know a lot of people they kind of yeah, you would say they wouldn't have the purpose. They don't know. They don't know what they want, or they don't know. Um, they know, you know, maybe they might, they might know bits of it. Bits of it, yep. you know. They're kind of like, yeah, like I'm really into these podcasts. Yeah, you know, for me, like with this thing, it's just evolving, and I'm good with it. We're good with the process. I don't. It doesn't need to do anything. I'm not trying to monetize it. I just, yeah. I just like doing this. Yeah, yeah. You know, I do other things. But, yeah. but I know a lot of people. They don't know. They don't know that, that yeah, what the, what they want to do or where they have that energy. So, is the purpose part about uncovering that, that the why, the motivation? Is that where that piece is? Yeah. So, so so many people. I mean, I'll, I'll use this. I'll, fuck, I'll use myself as an example. <laughs> it was pretty obvious to me that I had a high value around teaching, communicating, speaking, coaching. Yeah. Um. I obviously realized that had to be backed by some form of learning. I didn't realize that, that I did have a value on, on the, on the learning as well. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, I just sort of, cause in my mind, it was like, why well, I'm learning so I can speak. And it's like, no, I'm also learning cause I love fucking learning. I love learning about shit. Love new stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the other sort of things that came into that, as I said, is, is the comedy being funny entertainment. Uh, and then if we go past the three highest values, the next one's really around music. 
Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, Huge yeah. fan of music. Yeah. You know, we spoke a little bit before about my music studio yeah, and uh, yeah. play guitar, yeah. write music. Yeah, I actually it. live with uh, one of my housemates is uh, a guy I used to be in a band with. So we've set up a little oh, music studio yeah, in, uh, yeah, in a house and yeah. it's, it's awesome. Um, so the, the idea being, you might think, oh, my purpose is to go out there and be this teacher. And then you might do that for a little bit and then go, yeah, there's something kind of missing here. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe it's what you're teaching or maybe it's... Well, it might, it might be the fact, you know, we spoke about before about, you know, the <laughs> you do the one thing like, I really want to be healthy. <laughs> and then you've got to have to go binge a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. A, just quickly yeah. on that, there's a, um, a little hack I found from a dude that uh, I follow on YouTube, Zach Perna, and he, he's a bodybuilder and stuff and he said when he used to go on these big diets he'd fucking hate it because he'd crave the burgers and yeah, stuff yeah. so he just cooks in I think he cooks in duck duck fat or something right yeah. but you can do it with oil or whatever yeah, it might bits. be yeah. just control that and have yeah. a little bit of it Yeah. Um, and you know he would add it into his macros and everything so it's all yeah. good but cookies his veggies or his broccoli and a little bit with of that, that yeah. so he's getting that he's the craving satiated so he doesn't need to go out and get burgers yeah. and he's still eating you know that 80 90 healthily obviously he's adding a little bit of oil and that kind of thing yeah, yeah. but it's it's moderated it's moderated same thing we've talked about before like your netflix time or your fuck around yeah. time fits into your schedule so when you don't beat yourself up for doing it yeah and um See, and it's it's not affecting you i like that like because what i i've always struggled with and i've spoken about a bunch on grassroots like i, I have substance issues right, right. It's, uh, MDMA. <laughs> MDMA, yeah. maybe, maybe, I told you it maybe in younger years yeah exactly but like so you oh, know goodness. Like, like so for me it's um, you know I self-medicate right because I live like this is fun for me what we're doing here this is all yeah. passion like I just I just like as you said it's a passion project passion you're not, not monetizing not monetizing it. it you know maybe later maybe I'll shut it down who knows I don't care yeah but um, my other other business super stressful like yeah crazy and crazy amount of work yeah. and which I, I, I understand and I see that from you because you do seem to be such a, um, like a driven person and even the way you've done little bits and pieces with this you can see there's so much intention in it yeah but it's funny you say that because you don't seem like to be a stressed out person I'm not yeah. I'm not I get stressed at yeah. times um, but uh, 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 but I, I'm it's that regulation of motion you spoke about. Before. I think so. That like I've put a bunch of work into it, and yeah. and I've, very, I've been, very so, awesome. yeah, and I, but but I do get stressed, and and when I do, yeah, I'm humans, right? <laughs> Damn it! But yes, I do. Um, but you know, but what happens is I lean back uh, into those negative patterns, right? And yeah. and so for me, it could be smoking or drinking or whatever it might be, right? Um, but what I'm finding is if and then so I'll, I'll go. Like I cut everything out, and mm-hmm. I become obsessive on training and on health, and and I'll do that for four or six weeks. Then I blow out, Still and I shot. go back the other way, and yeah. I'm like, I can't keep doing this because it's just it's oscillation. It, it's not good for me. I need to, I need, I need to get the sound wave a little flatter, right? Yeah. You know, so yeah, yeah, I'm working through that. I um, this is a big thing for me, and it's so many people at work. Um, we. My workplace is super interesting um, that we do these daily stamps. I'm one of the cultural ambassadors at work and we've had these okay. two consultants come in uh, from Big Change Agency. Yeah. Another plug. Um, <laughs> and one of them is this engineer, super lean, like Toyota, yep. like, you know, KPI systems, just this like methodical More OCD. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And he's, he's a really good communicator, really good speaker mm. too, and he's a good people person. So he's got the whole package. But So it's him and the other guy is this like, culture expert yeah, yeah. like mindset he's you know from a coaching background as yeah, well yeah. um and this culmination 
is this perfect balance of like the analytics, the business, yeah. all that side of stuff, yeah. and then the feelings and all that yeah. underlying stuff. Yeah, and when they both, both work really well together, yeah. it's like if you just implement, I mean, you would know this sort of in your own business, if you just implement this new system and the people don't understand what it's for <laughs> or don't understand the benefits of it, they're not going to suffer through the the points no. where it doesn't fucking work. No, that's right. Yeah, yeah. 100%. It's, this, um, it's called the old ESIP model where it's environment, structure, implementation, people. Like and the implement, yeah. sorry, the environment of people are your more culture, culture vectors. Yeah. Uh, vectors. And then the other two, um, and it's this square like this. Yeah, yeah. The, the X pattern is, um, you know, the structure and the implementation is all that sort of systems and stuff, mm-hmm. right? And if you do any one of those four things poorly, the whole system doesn't thrive. Yeah. But if you do all four of them and you do it in that order... And the reason it works is because it's a model that follows life. It makes a lot of sense, man. Like I know in, in you know in in partner relationships, but in or relationships, but even mm-hmm. like business relationships. So my business partner and I, we are those two dichotomies. You know, he's yeah. analytical structure, you know, and I'm culture, people. emotional people. He's, Your he's values, the, the collective values, the values of the individual person. Yeah, but Super yet important. yet. Yet, funnily enough, over the years of working together, uh, yeah. they've we've rubbed off on yes. each other, right? Yes. And but yes. even but even in saying that, before the business relationship, I was moving out of call it that feminine archetype chaos kind yes. of person into yeah. a more structured person. Anyway, yes. as you get older, you, you do that yep. anyway. Um, and I love a good task list, like I love a good process. These <laughs> Me days, too, brother. Right. But, so, but but because of that. Where we kill it together. Yes. Like we are monsters together in, in the boardroom, yeah. right? Because we can feed off each other and, yeah. we, you know, we, awesome. we, yeah, and it's and it's funny, but you, you kind of need that split. And if you, I guess as an individual, if you don't have it, for me, I really had to work on that analytical mind, really yeah. had to work on being process driven and, and dedicated to, to doing the work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? How good would you be at memorizing something if I said to you, I want to not forget to come back and talk about our work meetings and positivity because I kind of want to go on a little bit of a rant about what you just said. Rant, and I can, we can get back there because cool. I've so, got a structure for you. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, cool. So it's like uh, I want to come back to this like positivity mindset. But firstly, uh, dude, in this account management role, we had to sort of build it from the ground up. It didn't exist in our workplace until we started it. Uh, and you mentioned it perfectly, the masculine and the feminine archetypes mm. and that dichotomy. It, it's me and this other girl and she's a coach as well hmm. and she's like health coach and she's about the feelings and all this sort of mm. stuff um, and for me I'm all about like uh, what I mean and I, I think we've come as you said we've rubbed off on each other a lot but uh, you know I was very like um, what result do you get you know yeah, out of it? Yeah, like yeah. what's the goal Sounds what's the result and she's yeah. like no but how do you feel and what are you, what's your emotional state <laughs> and we've sort of rubbed off on each other a little yeah. bit which has been awesome yeah. um, but it was this split that really helped us it's like and even just the way we, I always say, we get to the same result, but we come at it from completely opposite angles. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's so funny because um, she's more of this like, even though she's a little more feeling based, she's like, cross the T's, dot the I's, make yeah. sure everything's like, yeah. perfect. And I'm like, no, I, I want to see where the cracks are. I don't want to yeah. bend everything. I yeah, want everything yeah, to yeah. fall apart so yeah. we can build it better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I, want, I want it to break. I'm trying, and this probably comes from, you know, as I said before, my brother influenced me and I did a lot of IT stuff. I did a lot of programming and the whole rule around programming is you build something and you try and fucking break it. Of course. That's yeah, the only way you make sure if your program works or not. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I'm very, very cynical when I see programs and stuff with all these issues and stuff and I'm like, 
If I did that in high school, we would get our asses handed yeah. to us. You're a professional software development company. You can't follow the basic rules. What are you doing? None of them do, bro. Like even the best <laughs> ones, we're, we're a tech company, our business. Oh, and, really? And none of them, like even the best platforms, I'm on these platforms going, oh, you guys let that slip. Right yeah. UAT <laughs> testing, yeah, what yeah. are you doing? Right? Yeah, yeah. And, and once again, okay, structure bro. implementation. Yeah. The implementation phase is the super critical part whenever you're you know and that's where I want to break the system yeah I think the critical thing is interesting like when you're deploying product right like it's going yeah yeah cool that doesn't work that button or that doesn't work the way it's meant to but is it critical like what's the impact yes and I think that's product. right and yeah. it's like what's the impact of that thing not working if it's low then we don't change it because we don't need yeah. to or we, no. we eventually come back to it but it's not priority one it's not priority, priority one. one is yeah. can the system function is it doing all the you know broader things we need to can customers get on and do whatever, exactly. whatever it might yeah. be yeah, exactly. that yeah. sort of stuff Exactly. So, did you want to go back to your? I do, but just before I do, the reason I wanted to almost reference it as well, I was talking about this with my clients not not long ago. Dean Martini is is fascinating. He studied so much about human behavior within a business, within a relationship, within a family. There is always a conservation of traits, and you'll see this in friendship groups. Mm -hmm. You have seven people in the friendship group. Mm -hmm. One of them leaves for one reason or another. They might be that funny, outgoing person. Either someone else will come to fill that slot or the group will stay at six and they'll start to uh, become those that. traits. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. same thing in the, in, the, in the business side of things. So there's a quintessential example from Dean Martini and he spoke about this when I did this breakthrough experience. He had this CEO of a business and his partner was family and you know relationships and he's like, I can't relate to her. I don't fucking get it. Mm, mm. I don't want any of that shit. <laughs> Ended up divorcing her, leaving her. And then got this other chick who was CEO of a business and she was like, you know, wanting to um, hmm. always, uh, what do you call it, like um, grow the business. I'm having a, a mental blank on the words. Um, like, you know what I mean? She was uh, ambitious. Always pushing. Yeah, always yeah. pushing for the next thing yes. and wanted more. And yes. Yep, yep, so yep. he fully related to her and she was all that same kind of mm. mentality. And uh, Dima <laughs> sort of said, careful what you wish for. And then... <laughs> He came to him not long after, like you know, six months afterwards, where it was, and he's like, "I see the wisdom in everything you said." Mm. Yes, she was that when I met her, but because that was those are my values now. She's become the family she's person, family, yeah. you know, and she mm. was the fit person before that. Mm. Now she's let herself go. Mm. It's like this balance and like this universal order of traits. Yeah, man. Yeah, and you see it in the families, and I, 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 I wowed one of those question guys with a little bit long ago because. I was like, what's your brother like? What's your sister like? And this and that. Mm. Who does this? Who does this mm. in the family? And he's like, there's a place for everybody. Yeah, like they all yeah. have these traits. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because as a family unit, you now have the best chance of survival. Yeah, I'm so, yeah, that's a good point, right? You've got the funny one. You've got the serious one. Yeah, yeah, Someone yeah. who's really empowered in yeah. their wealth. And you'll notice this. <laughs> with the one who's really good with the wealth, sometimes they'll have a slide out. Yeah. And then suddenly they can't do the mortgage Someone else anymore. picks up. Picks that up. Exactly yeah. other people do. And I think that's an important thing even with like a loving relationship, right? The intimate relationship is you can have those different traits, you can be those, but not always. Like sometimes you need that partner to take the reins. Sometimes you need that partner to, to go, hey, maybe don't let's not go out for dinner tonight or you know, even though, and maybe that's your role usually. Yeah. You know, you're the frugal one, but there's occasionally you need a little help as well. You exactly. Know? And, and I think it's hard to find. Well it's it's super interesting because it's like um there's a reason some people sort of tend to fit that puzzle piece together and it's like uh, this whole idea of projections and injections we project onto each other yep. so it's like 
the partner might be always saying, you should get to the gym or you should, yeah, you know, yeah. you should spend more time with the family. Yeah. And then the, the, the husband, you know, maybe is going to be like, well, you should work on your business and you should, you should work on the finance. Yeah, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And the beauty <laughs> in it is together now, they're actually helping each other empower those yes. areas that the individual alone isn't inspired to go and empower themselves. Yeah. Does yeah. that make sense? It does make sense, man. Like, uh, look, you know, and uh, my ex and I, talk about it we're quite good friends still. oh awesome um which was just a whole another concept but um yeah you know we and we're we're both very growth mindset people we're very similar in a yep. lot of respects you know and so for us unless we were both on at the same time yeah when we we're both on at the same time we were great but if we're one of us was off we would struggle to help each other back up because yeah. we're very similar so you've got to be yeah i think you've got to find or as you said, you know, know those kind of swings within it and be able to bring that other person up into yep. those levels and switch roles occasionally within it as well. Exactly. Right? You know, you might be the outgoing person in the business and you might whatever, but then yeah. at the family dinner table, you might be more of a chilled out person or yeah. the family thinks. And then you want that, and I say this with, you know, brothers and friends as well, the chick just steps in and she's just on it. Yeah. And she's doing all the stuff. And it's like, that's what you want. Or if mm. you're the talking person you want the girl to be watching everything that's going yeah. on and more reserved and chill and because you're speaking they're listening yeah. you know what I mean like listening to everything else that's going on that's what I love about a good couple yeah like when I when you see a good partnership like and it can be again business as well but like when you see and it's harder when there's sex involved right like so we're like <laughs> you know you bring that element in it's it's, it's a harder, harder situation but like seeing a good relationship two people together that can read each other, know when that person's off, know when they can step in or when they need to step in. And like, I love, love watching that, man. Like, oh, it's I something agree. I aspire to, to have in my life is, is, Myself is too, a man. partner like that, you know? I've had bits and pieces of it. Um, Same, yeah, for sure. But certainly not, you know, and maybe it's in certain areas we see it with people and we think that's what they're like all the time. Maybe in other areas they're not that tight or they're not that good. Yeah, it but was, yeah. I, I certainly, um, I've certainly had glimpses of it and, uh, I would never go back to something that's not like that. You know, I'm probably almost a little bit like, um, what's the term? <laughs> like, uh, stingy is definitely not the right word. But like, <laughs> selective? Bit, yeah, selective. Where, is a bit, more, going? A bit yeah. more hardcore with like the sort of people that I would, you know, endeavor to, you know, even take on a day or whatever. It's like they, oh, yeah. Not that they've got to yeah. tick a list of boxes, but like, it's super easy to see when you get to that level of awareness. Like, where is the connection there? Is it not? What am I looking yeah, for? Yeah. You know? I, I know straight away now in a conversation, a, quite a quick conversation. Not that I have a prerequisite anymore. I kind of did have this vision that I thought it's I was. It's a prerequisite, but you just know what you're like. It's more almost. so that now. Like, it's not that I want a certain to- a certain vision of a person. You know it's just that you. I know what I need now. Yeah, like, yeah. I know I know what what type of discourse and communication I need and I know yes. you know so pretty quickly I can figure out whether someone has that potential yeah. um, and well, they won't always just have it because I think relationships have potential at the start and that's why they're exciting because yes. there's infinite possibility yeah sure and then after a time the real the reality setting of setting. who you are you know? yeah yeah and I, I think that's the funny part right because it's like I don't even think of it in terms of what do I need or is this person a good fit it's just if they are those things that I want or I think I know I need or whatever it might be, 
those are attractive traits to me. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And yeah, so I just see yeah. it as on that level. It just resonates like, to you, yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. just like, yeah, you get yeah, it. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I get that. Or they might be, like, they might just hold your attention. Yes. Because if someone's kind of boring, yes. they can be attractive as, as shit, but they're boring. It's just kind of like, well, then they're boring to you because you don't relate to their values or whatever it might be. You're just like, oh, yeah. That, yeah how long can that yeah. hotness last for? Very, yeah. You know, I'm very quick. You know? Yeah, yeah. Fleeting. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I need to sort of just. I'm a little bit like scattered myself yeah, in terms right. of like yeah. I've never been diagnosed with anything, but I'm pretty sure I've got something like ADHD or whatever. Sure, sure. I, I, that's how I, I feel like my mind operates. So it's like if you've got to be able to hold my attention. Yes, yeah, <laughs> this is the world we live in these days, right? Okay, so on attention, right? Well, probably not attention, but so let's say this is a process. So you've sure you've defined your value. Um, as Nietzsche says that a man with um, uh, a man with any uh, a, ma- a man with any why, a man with a why can bear any how, you know. Or, or, yeah, yeah. When, the, when the why is big enough, the how will take care right? of itself. Right, you know. Yeah. So, so you've got your purpose, right? So you've discovered that purpose. It's like, okay, I want to go and be this thing, do this thing. Yep. Um, oh, sorry, I've got my my values. I've aligned my values, and just quickly on that, when I did my value hierarchy, it was one of the most amazing things I've ever done because I, you know, there's I think it was like twelve where it's like you know love and community and and purpose and vocation and whatever it might yeah, be. Yeah, awesome. What I realized is how many of those were lacking in my life. And I'm like, oh, I don't really have community. Like I don't, oh, I don't give back. And it, what that was an yeah, interesting yeah, yeah. thing for me was when I laid them out to go, God, I put so much effort into like one or two of the, the X amount of values. Mm-hmm. So just even lay them out was a really kind of cool process. You know? And so many people will articulate or communicate that they have a high value. And I say it all the time, I have such a high value in my family. I do, but they're like five, six, seven, eight kind of on the list. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I love my family. Sure. I really, really do. But is that as high on the list for me as, yeah. you know? And even within the family, I'm being the funny guy yeah, or I'm okay, teaching yeah. someone something or, yep, you know yep, what yep, I mean? Imparting yep. wisdom. So family is still a high value in, in a way, but they're also, I realize in list, as you said, that they're not a sort of high up. Mm. Um, I think my values have changed in this conversation. <laughs> it's it's super interesting that it, it, it's it's certainly not uh, ever a fixed thing. And that's no, why. no. At different times, right? The value is going to change in different scenarios. And of course, different things or yeah. said, Someone's got a gun to your head. Your values are going to be a little bit different. A hundred, a yeah. hundred. You're not going to be like, how can I impart some wisdom? Yeah. How can I make yeah, a joke right now? You're going to be right. like, don't fucking. Shoot I probably me. would joke, funnily <laughs> enough. That's probably my mechanism <laughs> uh, to deal with that kind of stress. But I was that kid. Yeah. It's buy me a drink first. Yeah, right. Like you get in trouble at the principal's office, and I'd laugh. I crack jokes and laugh when I get in trouble. Yeah. And that's what I used to do. I have um, one of my guys, actually two of my guys, who their highest values uh, is comedy as well. Yeah, funny. yeah. And the beautiful thing in that process is because it's not just I know that's important to me. It's I understand that's a value and it's not unsimilar to this value on, you know, teaching or whatever, which mm. might sound really profound or might sound like this thing where you're giving back or you're helping people and that might sound like an inspiring, empowering, beautiful mission mm. whereas being funny might not. Mm, mm, but when mm. you do that, you realize, oh, they're like very similar yes. and on the scale of values. Yeah. Maybe being funny is like two or three on the list, but it's very close. And then you go, oh, I should, you know, because we're told don't be the funny guy. Yeah. You know, don't, well, don't, yeah. Don't joke. Don't joke. joke. Don't don't be the funny guy in class. Don't be the class clown. No. Take this seriously. No. You're just a fucking kid. Yeah. You're, you're not, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. Man yeah. up. Be mature. 
you, and then you're told, oh, and then when you realize that you have a high value on being funny yeah. because as a kid, you know, my circumstance, big family, that was the way from a young age I learned how to give and Stand receive out, love. Yeah, of course. Yes. Yes. There you go. So the teacher or whoever the authority figure is telling you don't do that, mm-hmm. as a kid, you don't understand that and you feel hurt. But as an adult now, you understand when you do the process that they were sort of cutting you off from your ability to give and receive love yes, or yes. community or whatever it is from all these other people, mm-hmm. you know? So then you realize... Well, fuck that! Like, mm. there's 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 nothing wrong with me expressing that. Maybe there's certain times and places for and that kind of thing, which you probably have to learn and probably you're not switched on to as a kid. But when you realise that, it's like, okay, cool. This whole six minute Steve thing, yeah, my whole yeah. teaching style can't just be serious teaching. No, one, I'm not, not going to get value out of that, yeah. and two, the other person's not going to get as much value out of that yeah. as they was as they could have as if it was an enjoyable process. Yeah. Especially, let's take purpose for instance. And there's a couple other processes to take guys through, which I'd love to get into as well. But it's a pretty serious, like minimum three hour process. Some guys, it takes five, six, seven hours. Yeah. And that's not just one session. We have to do it in multiple sessions. Yeah, but yeah, when we're doing a lot of it, you can't just keep rolling. You need a bit of a break with comedy or you need to lighten the mood up. Of course, yeah. And you have to probably go away and reflect as well and come back and like separate your sound. All right, so here's my thing, right? So you've got where I was leading with this. You've got awesome. value, right? You've defined value, yep. which led you to culminate uh, call it a starting point for purpose yeah right so let's say out of that then becomes a vision of call it a goal or a step or something yep so what happens now awesome so like what yeah what, what's the next part from here awesome so this is where we do it and depending on how good the person is with goal setting we might go further into goal setting but the second step is alignment so you have all your values and you align your values to what you want to do in the areas of life or what, how you want to impact other people and all that different stuff. And we go through this whole side of, um, and this is, you know, you said that sometimes that breaks the, the, the most important thing. We don't sort of do it straight away. Mm. It's like once they have their purpose, it's like your purpose might be to go and speak or coach or do whatever it is, this thing, you start this business. And then the procrastination might sit in. Yes, yeah. This is where I'm getting to. Yeah. Yeah. I, know, I know the first step is I've got to go film content for my course. Yeah, I'm procrastinating that. Why mm. am I procrastinating that, or why am I not getting started on this? And that's where this whole alignment comes in, and we do this benefits drawbacks, which is what are all the benefits if I do this, and what will be all the drawbacks if I don't. And this is straight out of Martini's work okay, as well. Yeah. And you basically get to the point where you do fifty to hundred, whatever it is. I had one guy. We started with twenty twenty, so twenty benefits, twenty drawbacks. Yeah. Then we got him onto 30, and then after he got got good at his mind, like learning how to do it, I gave him a little bit more of mm. the secret sauce on mm-hmm. how to really amplify the process. Mm-hmm. And he's like, 30, 30 is too easy. And I'm like, awesome, you're doing 50, 50. Cool now he can do 100, 100 if he wants to, right? Right. His neural pathways are that clear, and he can just benefit drawbacks on everything, and he starts yep. to do it in his mind. It's awesome to see. But the whole idea of doing that is you then start to take action on the stuff because it's like, oh, shit. Now that I've done 30, 30, 50, 50, whatever it is, I can't not do this now because okay. I'm seeing the impact of what not only has to me, but what are the benefits and drawbacks for, you know, obviously for me personally, but what are the benefits and drawbacks for other people? And it's like, oh, yeah. fuck, people will never stop getting out of this nine to five job. Yeah. People will commit suicide. People will do this. And it's like, I have a fucking obligation to get out of bed and work. So you're aligning. So that's the alignment. So you're aligning and you're aligning the, um, the purpose or the values or the yep. values yes yep. to to 
to yeah i guess you're, yeah you nearly aligned the purpose to the values in the sense because yes. you're sitting there saying okay this is my purpose but these are the things i value so yep. by going through the pro and the con yes. so to speak i can understand yep. where i'm lacking that value within the purpose exactly and then yeah. it, then you can broad, uh, we brought we, we actually um branch out to all the different areas so it's like how like why would i go to the gym as opposed to working on my fucking business yeah yeah and it's like but can you not see that if you don't go to the gym mm. and you're not energetic, you're not going to show up as good in your business. You're not going to be able to speak. Right. You're not going to be able to do this. Yeah. And then they're like, oh shit. Because a lot of people undercook it. Yeah. And you know, I, I spoke about it before. Like if you just go binge on that one thing, you're going to be missing all the values that, and all the yeah, stuff yeah. that you're getting out of those other yeah, things. Yeah. So it's actually a way to make sure that you align whatever your highest values are to all the stuff. Yes. And so that way, once again, there's no judgment and being yeah. myself up when I'm doing these things. It's this is all aligned to my highest values, mm. to my purpose, mm. whatever it is. And then the only thing that can stop you from there is fear. Mm. So guess what process three is? Fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and that's the coolest thing because we get into what the fear is and it's often like, oh, why aren't you filming your content or why aren't you getting out there and mm-hmm. speaking or marketing, whatever it is. Oh, I'm afraid of, I have a fear of speaking. You're speaking to me right now. Yeah. What, try again. Yeah, oh, yeah. I have a fear of uh, speaking on camera, but yeah. you can do a Snapchat to your mate. You don't have a fear of that. Yeah. Oh, okay, so it's not a fear of speaking on camera. Mm, so you're digging into the Yeah, core. and we get go, 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 go. And then it's, I have a fear of judgment and it's generally like, I have a fear of judgment of, what my friends from high school are going to think that yeah, I haven't spoken yeah. to in four years. <laughs> Fuck it, man. Don't but, worry about that. Yeah. But yeah, that, but people yeah. have these things. Or what really, my yeah. family think yeah. about And it's like, it's not fucking for them anymore. Thing, man. Yeah. It's for these other motherfuckers who are, you know, stuck in the nine to five that you're yeah. going to help or whatever. So sometimes that can even break a little bit yeah. out anyway, soften it. But we do a whole benefits and drawbacks mm. process on that. But also we do a, what are the strategies that I can implement that are going to prevent this fear from happening? So we do we do ten steps there. We also then do if this fear were to come true in the unlikely event, what are the ten things that I can do to minimize the impact on my life? Yeah, okay. So we start with that, you're like, Oh, I've already got a plan if this comes in, I've got a plan to prevent it, I've got a plan if it does happen. And then it's Super if it pet. does come true what are all the benefits of that thing yeah. happening and what would be all the drawbacks if you never face that fear? Look, man, that preparation's a massive one. Like, I've got a... a, a <laughs> Doomsday a, purpose. We're seeing right, that one. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> right? There's a quote that I've... don't know where it came from, but victory loves preparation. You know? Yes. And like... Uh, it was the one uh, by failing to plan and plan to fail. Okay. So yeah, yeah, yep. right? Like, and Similar so that, energy. Yeah, and that, that, that whole kind of concept of like... By understanding where your fear is and what your fear is about and what the outcomes could potentially be, yep. pro or con, you know, you're prepared. That's yes. what you've just done. You yeah. prepared yourself for it. Exactly. You know, it's like I, I did my first, uh, you nearly call it a keynote, like 10-minute yeah. stage awesome. talk the other week. And was where like, was that at? Uh, at a conference in, in Brisbane. Oh, man. And it was like 300, 400 people. In the oh, audience. wow. 300, 400 degrees. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, well, right? And, yeah. And, but it's been something that I've been working towards for a bunch of time. Awesome. Like, get over the fear of the imposter syndrome, being on stage and all those kind of things. But going back to your point, and I was still nervous as hell, but I had prepared. Like I was prepared for that time, that day. And I, yeah. and I, was, I, I, I showed up on the day. Yes. And I got it done. It wasn't the best thing I've ever done, but I did it. And, and Showing it up is such a big yeah man but yeah preparation right like preparation is the key well it's it's those two things that yeah it's it's what are the things i can do to minimize the impact of um all this happening and what are the things i can do to reduce 
um, the probability of that ever happening. Yeah. And then worst case scenario does happen. What are all the benefits and uh, of that thing happening, and what would be all the drawbacks? Yeah. So when my coach Ryan took me through it, um, he his example was about he had this fear in his day job of calling people um, uh, who are over, you know, um, uh, like overcharged or, or oh, whatever yeah. you call it, like. Um, they haven't paid their bills on time, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's like, what? What's the fear? Why don't I want to pick up the phone and call those people? Well, there's a fear there of that they might complain. And it's like, okay, cool. Well, what happened? What's the big deal if they complain? Yeah. If they, well, I don't want to get taken to court if they were to sue us or whatever or things. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. like, there's this whole fear around that, and what would that mean for me and all that kind of thing. And he did this whole benefits and drawbacks thing to the point where he's like, oh. I fucking hope they take me to court now yeah. because I've seen all the benefits. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I will right. learn all these legal processes. Yeah. Think how much of a yeah. better speaker I'll be it, right? if I have to mm. do it. And he's like, well, I'm not only am I not afraid to pick up the phone, yeah. I fucking, I I'm raring to pick yeah. up the phone. I'm like, yeah, yeah fucking, yeah, fucking sue me, can't you? Yeah, show me, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's the cool thing. I had this yeah. guy, one of my clients again, <laughs> he, we did this fear process. Yeah, and as like I said, that. we took him yeah. through all these benefits and drawbacks and that kind of thing before we even got to those processes because he called me one day and his missus and him had had this big fight and he'd walked out and all the thing. And I got him on the phone and I just let him talk. Mm. And I, I asked him the questions and I realized there was two sides. Mm. There's this, and fear is such an interesting thing because the other way we, depending on how deep seated this fear is, a fear in the, is a future projection of something that happened to you in the past that you perceived was more negative than it was positive. Yeah, yeah. And so you project that in the future. Like you people, oh, I have a fear of the unknown. Bullshit, not possible. Nah, yeah, Everything, ever, everything's unknown. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I only have a fear of falling over this balcony because yeah. my brother dangled me over the, uh, over the staircase gonna, as a kid. Oh, well, I was going to tell you a story. Oh, uh, really? It was, so when you said that, I go, yeah, I'm afraid of heights as well. Because of my, <laughs> you said that before? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was my, it, well, he's not an uncle. It was a family friend and he hung me over by the back of my shoes over the side of a cliff. Oh, at, shit. And the shoes were coming off. Oh, and I was a bit of a fiery kid, you know. So uh, anyway, he put you end up putting me down, and my parents were losing it. Everyone was losing it. I lost it. I'm so, and my, I started swearing like a sailor. And my, my parents like I was like five, and it was something ridiculous that they didn't know I knew all these swear words. I locked myself in a car for ages, but yeah. So all from the, the fear based from that for years that went on. Yeah, afterwards. yeah. But, but I'm okay these days with heights. They're, they're not my, I'm, my fears. I think these days would be I have a fear of rejection, and I have a fear of not achieving my potential. Awesome. They're my, they would be my two fears. When you, when you say fear of rejection, what does that mean? It's such a broad term, right? It is. I, um, rejection in what context? I suppose. Uh, but it, 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 it's it's um, it's emotional rejection. So if, so for me, it's it's in in a loving partnership relationship. Uh, or, or, or in you know when if I'm going to yeah. ask a girl out and they say no, so yeah, okay. it's a self worth thing yeah, yeah. for me. Is anything come to mind from your past, your childhood? Um, I've been unpacking this recently, yeah. and I, I don't think so. I, you know, I, I think it could come down to like the family construct and looking for attention um, from because I'm a middle child. Right. So looking for that attention from people and then not, not getting it. But I don't know how that attaches to a fear of rejection. 
So yeah, it, 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 did you experience any rejection at all? Like even in that dynamic, was there any sense of rejection? Was there any issues with girls when you first were like in high school? Yeah, high school probably. Yeah, that's probably where the first like instance? yeah first instance of rejection happened. Yeah, okay, high school. Cool. Yeah. How emotional was the example that you're thinking of? Yeah, emotional. Yeah, Very emotional? it was a tough month. So, how we balance that out, and this is what uh, I mean, Lewis has this whole model on it, but basically, it's um, I'll quickly sort of define it, but it's like if this is future and this is past, and we've got this horizontal vector, which is uh, or this horizontal line, which is but everything below the line is negative, mm. everything above the line is positive. And there's a sort of, you know, mirror in the middle. And then on this side of the fence, as I said, it's future, which is, you know, um, memory, mm-hmm. uh, sorry, imagination. And the past is obviously memory. Yeah. And then we've got the present moment here in the middle. Yes. So we've got the negative aspect of, uh, of uh, the past we call resentment. Something that I think happened that was only bad or more bad than it was good. And then the positive side of that is infatuation. Oh, okay. Uh, which is what we see in relationships yes. and that kind of things. So we'll get into that. Yes. And then the, the future side is fear, mm-hmm. but the positive uh, side, or the side that's more positive than it is negative, is a fantasy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yep. see how fantasy and infatuation, we yep. suddenly can immediately go, oh, I see that so much with girlfriends and yeah. relationships, but we don't always necessarily see the other side. But you mm-hmm. have to, to, to balance it. So, if, say, you've got a fear over here, what we do in that benefits drawbacks process, we go, okay, hold on. What are all the benefits of this thing happening? And what would be all the drawbacks if the fantasy, the opposite happened? And we bring it back down to that neutral point and we have what we call a quantum collapse. And then yeah, you have okay. a quantum leap into yep. the back to the present yep. or to the next step. Hmm. Similarly with the past, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. So in this emotional uh, um, example that happened to you, um, are you able to think of some of the benefits that have happened to you either since then or from that point that have happened? Like what benefits has that given you? Um, benefits of that scenario occurring? Yes, Look, that specific I, scenario. I guess what, what and, and it's been a long, it's a long form, but I guess what it occurred is um, I, because I kind of shut down emotionally because of that, I spent a lot of time doing work on the self and spending time with the self. Awesome. And so from there, it, it, it's ended up evolving into me being very self-sufficient as a person individually. So the positive that it is that I don't need much from people or things. Yet in a relationship, that dynamic shifts. When I'm in a relationship, that, of course. that changes because yes. that's a new experience. Well, and it's also you know, a, a place where you probably haven't had that sense of security that you have had from other things, right? No, that's right, yep. yeah. So it, it's it's a situation where, uh, would you also say define it? Like where uh, not only you're self-sufficient, but you're quite successful, you've created these businesses, you know, you're doing the podcasts, yeah. that sort of stuff? Yeah, in a sense, I could just, and, and it's, I think it's just... You've uh, read the books, you've yeah, studied a lot. it made me want to dig into into the self it made awesome. me wanted to dig into the emotional state to understand the emotion to understand those things so awesome. it turned me into this dark little poet that I think I am you know no, <laughs> I stole that on Bill Hicks <laughs> I love that yeah yeah so would you give that up for anything now what's that 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 part of me yeah no yeah no awesome yeah no so experience made you who you awesome. are now that you wouldn't change it for the world yeah. awesome so flip side every there's a conscious unconscious split in the mind. So while you consciously perceive that negative event, you are unconsciously 
infatuated with the opposite happening. So what would be the opposite in this circumstance? Are we able to delve into the circumstances in a just very oh, broad yeah. sense? Well, at school. Yeah, this, this emotional yeah, yeah. thing uh, that came up. Oh, of course. So uh, at the time, what it was? Yeah. yeah. So at the time, it was simply just, uh, I think I was with someone and then they ended up being with my best friend or something. Right. Just before I left the school. So I was leaving the school. Yeah. And then I was with someone and then they were with my best friend and then I left the school. So it was like it was a detachment from the fact I had to leave the school, but I also lost that construct of the friendship group as well. Right. Mm. And has that been a pattern that has shown up sort of since then in some form or other? Uh, it's not a pattern that's shown up as such. Similar. It's more so that I, I, for a very long time, would move through groups of friends. Yeah. Because I'd moved around a lot of, of it when I was younger and also I'd just never get into relationships. Ne- never in committed relationships. Right. Because I'd... Fault to yourself or the other person? No, just that way I wouldn't get hurt, right? Right, because there's fear of... Rejection. Yeah, yeah. detachment. Okay. Yeah. So if the opposite was to have happened in the circumstance that unconsciously you had an infatuation to, which the two events are entangled... Um, what would have been the result of that? Like, what would be the opposite of what happened? You would have stayed together. You wouldn't. Uh, yeah, it wasn't even that. It wasn't even that. There wasn't even that much behind it at the time. Yeah, but but, but as yes, I guess kid, so. Yeah, yeah, you know. Cool. So, what would have been the, all the drawbacks if that if the opposite happened, and you guys stayed together or whatever it is? Yeah, to know. Um, it's a hard one to quantify. Or she didn't get with the friend, or yeah, yeah, to know. You know, maybe you. Uh, yeah, I couldn't tell you. Maybe who knows? I mean, there's an element of speculation there, right? Yeah, you can't yeah. Go back, you just but... don't know. Yeah, like maybe. Yeah, I, I don't know what. It, it just at the time it wasn't. It wasn't that it was the right. It wasn't like the relationship with that person was a big thing for me or anything like that. It was after the fact, more so. Oh, okay. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I couldn't answer that actually. Okay. Yeah. So I think that's where the perhaps more so of the work needs to be done. Mm. But you can also reverse some of it. I don't love to reverse all of it um, because it's basically, you're just sort of repeating bits and pieces. It's not quite as strong as coming up with new reasons. Mm. And this is a huge part of both the alignment and the fear process where we do benefits and drawbacks. Um, But say, for instance, the drawback might have been, you know, you got all the benefits from uh, that event happening. Mm. The drawback being if it happened, if the event happened in a completely different way or the way that you're infatuated with as a kid at that time, all those benefits wouldn't come true. Yeah, 100%. Meaning all of that is a negative yeah. in itself. Does that yeah, make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is where yeah. I'm, I suppose I suppose want to come back to that whole, well, a perfect place to come back to that whole positivity uh, footnote that I left before. Yes, yes, perfect. Uh, in these morning meetings and that yeah. kind of thing. Uh, we often talk about what would you want to learn from other people or who's a person that inspires you in the workplace or this and that and those kind of things. It's really good mm-hmm. for team building mm-hmm. morale and all that sort of stuff. It's awesome. Um, but people often comment like, oh, I'd love to be as positive as you. You're such a positive person. You have a positive mindset, positive, 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 positive. I fucking hate that. And <laughs> I think it's... I get that why that comes across. Um, but I don't believe in positivity as a whole like end goal like I don't believe in this whole positive thinking movement and uh, the, for two reasons one uh, because it's mm. like a lot of it's fake bullshit oh, yeah. surface level positivity where it's like 
fucking your business crumbles and it's like oh this is okay there's heaps of benefits and it's like yeah no but inside you're fucking screaming (laughs) yeah and it's like no hold on you gotta take the lesson from this own authentic emotions man yes positive you can't just be positive you can't just throw positivity at everything it's good to be positive but sometimes you've got to be positivity to balance out the negativity but and in that kind of thing but it's like if if everything was just positive you wouldn't get insurance for anything because it'd be like, oh well it doesn't matter if my house gets yeah. broken to or if i get stabbed Man, i love the challenge i love the negativity yeah i love the dark times as you said that's I what i know what's next yes. right i think it's being aware of the process for me what a realization that i came to recently uh, yeah like in, in getting to this kind of like talking about you know god and, and and the devil you know and the concept that the two can't be separate like the devil is everyone God, has an angel God, and the devil, yeah, the devil. Yeah, yeah. like because Beautiful. W- without one the other doesn't exist yes. right so they're not separate they're not two separate things no, two sides of the same coin it's the same thing yep. right God is the devil at the same time because without it without the polarity you don't get the cycles yes. you don't get the back and yes. forth so yes 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 there is no negative and positive the constructs yes. the constructs right yeah and that's like I know there is like energetic negative and positive but yes yeah, there, you Beautiful. have to have both yeah we are both and yes so it's not therefore negative or the way we attach the connotation or meaning around yes. negativity it is just maybe lacking or that without it is the moment before it yes. is the unknown before the known yes you know? both serve us yeah and i think that's a beautiful thing and I'll, i suppose i'll lean into a couple of things here you know one being um our reality which is like we're consciously aware of like five percent of the 95% of, yeah. uh, is in our unconscious, right? We're only consciously aware of that 5%. And we're perceiving everything through our five senses, right? Which only work in contrast. Yep. If everything was white or everything was black, I wouldn't know what anything is. If everything was the same uh, volume, I wouldn't know how close something was. Uh, or yeah, how, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's all of our senses only work in, 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 um, in polarity or in, in contrast. Yeah. Meaning, we to, for things to come into our conscious awareness we have to perceive them as and categorize them as one or two things. Hmm. But everything is the same in different degrees. So the example I use is like a warm bath or a hot bath hmm. would be like a cold coffee. Yeah, yeah. But it's the same temperature. Yeah. Just yeah. in differing degrees different based degrees, on the context. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, the, the, and I'll lead into the next example there. It's like a rainy day for a bride is hmm. like a disaster on her wedding day. Yeah. But for a farmer, exactly, and that's, and that's what I was going to use. And we've right. seen this with the bushfires yeah. not yeah. that long ago, right? Yeah. It's the same thing. So the rainy days, neither. It's a neutral event, but we perceive or project onto it based right. on, yeah, the context that it's in and our own emotional our meaning, stuff. values, and what we perceived as my goal or what I want to head towards. Or exactly. yeah, I found recently by detaching from that expectation of an outcome. Yep. It frees you to experience the journey so much more deeply because we get we've been you know negotiating some real kind of you know heavy things with businesses recently and just some big stuff that we're dealing with. Awesome and it and uh, yeah, super positive. But then at the same time, just kind of going, oh well, if it doesn't, yeah, if it doesn't, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. And then to kind of being able to sit back and just go, yeah, man, we'll just just send it and see what happens. Send the email and you just you're you're more in the middle. Yeah, you're not yeah. low lows, no. high highs, and just because been through so many of these mm-hmm. that if it all goes tomorrow, it doesn't matter. Like, it mm-hmm. doesn't, like I, I want, it's not what I want, and I want to work towards these things. But when you start to realise that it's, you know, I'll get up and I'll do, I'll be okay. 
I'll get up and I'll do something else. I'll find another vocation. Yeah. I'll do another business or whatever it might be. You start to, yeah, just kind of free yourself. Yeah, from free that. yourself yeah. from that expectation. expectation. You know, that's beautiful, man. Mm. I um <laughs> don't know if this is the, t- the right place. I sort of want to call out. Definitely is. Uh, <laughs> You know, so when we get into those low lows and those high highs, that's where shit like uh, huge depression and anxiety yeah. and yeah. Uh, even bipolar can come in. Because the bipolar is just an addiction to one side. Yes. And when we talk about addiction, you said before about substances and that kind of thing. If you're uh, obsessively seeking something, you're convulsively avoiding the opposite. Yeah. So, and I, I, as I said, calling out people, I have family members who suffer from de- from depression. Mm. I have family members that suffer from bipolar. Mm. I have family members who've su- suffered from um, uh, substance abuse. I've got, you know, I mean, I've got all the things, mm-hmm. um, you know, immediate family, wider family, all the things. You know, friendship groups, like, everyone has it all. Uh, and what I've seen there, what I've noticed, what I've learned from the, the Dear Martini and all the personal development, uh, Peter Crone's another fantastic one. He's on the podcast with. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know him. Yeah. Uh, he, a lot of what he says is straight out of like the DMT, like the same stuff. And Peter Crone says it beautifully. He says, you know, different words but same energy. Yeah. And he, this, the way he is able to communicate is that more feminine yes. uh, side. And I just, it made me check myself on what my language is like. Hmm. And I'm like, I'm not appealing to that side as much, and I'm not really voicing that because in my mind. You know, I'm uh, the, the, the masculine yeah, side, of course, but yeah. I, I have both, and being able to use both is um, it's a power. Uh, if you can, if you can own as a guy, if you can own your feminine, yeah. like and, and really have, yeah. a, a, you are unstoppable because yeah. you can't be, you know, you can't be attacked from people, and yes. you are one. You're collective yes. in the way you produce things. You know, and you know, we talked before about positive and negative, and I want to still go into that a bit more with this. Uh, <laughs> depression and all the things as well mm. but it is it's um d martini talks about owning all the traits right so you like the good and bad traits like oh i'm really giving but i'm also like i'm really altruistic but i'm really narcissistic like, yeah owning where you have both owning where you're mean and where owning where you're nice owning where you're productive and successful owning where you're lazy and where you might mm-hmm. be a fucking loser mm-hmm. and a failure and if you own all sides, no one can use these buttons to, to, to push the buttons, right? Yes. There's no buttons on yep. you. As you said, if, if something is true and you don't love it, it hurts. Yes. But if something is not true, it can never hurt you. If someone yeah. says you're fat and you're not, you're like, yeah. mm, water off, duck, yeah. ducks back. If something's true and you don't love it about yourself, it hurts. Yeah. If something's true and you love it, yeah. it doesn't hurt anymore. See, I love that, man. And you talk about the bully concept and we're nearly gone two hours so oh wow really this is going to stop because it only goes for there's a couple of hours so we'll have to wrap shortly sure but, but sure. the bully concept I love because um, I used to be like a bully slayer at school because I was like oh, really? friends, friends with everybody right? <laughs> so I just knew everyone and I mean that in the sense that I'm a wicked um, I, I used to I did still do I have a um, I just have a pretty uh, uh, what would you call it um, I, 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 I just have you know I have the ability to to go one-to-one with people you know i had i had great communication skills at school awesome. right so so i could always find a thing about someone you know and it wasn't a great trait at the time but i would be able to find a, a thing about someone i could work that thing and i could make them upset and you know it's, wow it's, okay it's, awesome it's a good skill now you unraveled the bullies yeah in a way but then you know it's just a self-awareness of people in the world but yeah but what 
it was from it was a defense mechanism from other people bullying me right because i was a sh- they used to call me shrimp at school because i was a short kid and stuff but what you learn is that if you own it like if you own your negativity or you own your weakness isn't the right word the the this thing that you think you're lacking in or whatever it might yep, be you or, don't judge yourself for it yeah. and you don't judge yourself for it you, you can't be touched you know and it, it's a beautiful thing to and that's a little bit of what grassroots is about is just talking about you know your, your, your infabilities like talking about those weaknesses and those dark sides of the self yeah. you know so no one else can come to you and they go oh you've got substance abuse order. issues it's yeah. like yeah man I know I podcast about it like, you know, like, like yeah, <laughs> yeah man I'm, yeah, I know I'm yeah. fucked up and yeah. so are you yeah. yeah yeah like we've all got our things but yeah I love that and, and, and that's cool being able to see where you're the other person Yes. So the guy in the gym the other day yeah. was a big thing for me. It's on one of my vlogs that I will be releasing. Uh, I hate this guy. He's a fucking arrogant prick and he walks around and like he owns a place, kicks mm. shit over. Mm. He's a fuckwit. Yes. And I started thinking, I just was why, getting really annoyed. Why, and I was like, why, why do you hate him, bro? Why is, he, why is this guy annoying me? And I'm like, yeah. I started thinking about all his teachings and I'm like, he's just a reflection of me. Where do I own that? And I'm yeah. like, you know what? I've been pretty fucking arrogant yeah. at my nine to five because yeah. I feel like I don't need this anymore you know, and this and that. that. You yeah. know what I mean? I've been showing up arrogant and probably not kicking things over, but maybe emotionally kicking things over in my mind. Right? I haven't been showing up as the loving, caring person. And these people are my friends as well, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a wake-up call for me where I was like, I am you. Yeah. Why am I hating you? Yeah, Christian Murdy says it, man. Like, I am the world and the world is me. Like, that's when I was <sighs> laughing before, right, about the construction work that's going on in yeah. the building over the road. Like, I am the noise. <laughs> oh, it's like, I'm I the love noise, that. Man. I'm the noise. <laughs> I'm like, the noise. Yeah, like, I'm that noise. Like, yeah. if, if I've got, if I'm upset about something, it's a mirror. Yeah. And, like, as an example, and I spoke about it in the last podcast, like, broke up with the, with the ex. We're, we're cool. We've reconnected. Um, it's awesome, a crazy brother. story, but. Um, yeah, beautiful, beautiful experience to go through. Yeah, but sure. what I'd learned through it was that um, I didn't love myself. Like it was a self-love thing. So I can't love someone else properly. And they've, you know, they've got their own stuff and they've yep. got a, a narrative to them to theirs. Yep. But for me, it was that self, that self-love, right? Yep. And I was the same thing. They were the mirror. Yeah. For me, they taught me that about myself because yep. I, w- I wanted them to love me in a different way yep. than they could. Yeah. And and what I was just doing was just shining a mirror on myself going you know you just want to love yourself in a different way you know crazy and I went through a similar thing in in terms of like I was in a lot of fear when uh, my relationship my most recent relationship started to fall apart Uh, and I learned that love cannot exist in a place of fear and fear cannot exist in a place of love Mm -hmm. so I was like cool no wonder that this loving myself thing's not working because I'm in fear. Yeah. And no wonder I can't expect this other person to love me because they can see that I'm in a state of fucking Same. fear. And that's not attractive, right? People aren't attracted to it. Because, fucking no way. Because you start yeah. to get needy, you're afraid you're going to lose something, you hold on to exactly. it. Exactly. Right? Yeah. You know, and, and it's that um, the girl in the back who smothers her uh, new bunny to death yeah. because she loves it. <laughs> well, if you so... Yeah, that's right. It's, it's, yeah, that sort of selfish that, that, that love. That kind of stuff. Uh, Peter Crone, another example, you know, he says, uh, life will present you with situations and circumstances to show you where you're not free. That's it, man. Like, yeah, and that's that's exactly what went, went happened for me over the last few months. And it's like, because I've also, you know, like, as you were kind of alluding to before, like, on, on paper, I'm kind of doing okay. Like, yeah. I, I've got this business. It's starting to killing it after A lot of people are doing okay on paper. Right? Yeah. yeah. And, like, got podcasts that I'm doing and people are like, oh, man, I'd love to do that. And I'm like, yeah. I'm kind of a house. 
in the city. It's, it's so fucking awesome. It's cool, bro. For those of you who aren't watching this uh, or can't see the whole house, man, I've got a time lapse going on my phone over here <laughs> of the city. It's just fucking. Uh, apart from obviously the noise you spoke yeah, about, yeah. it's pretty fucking nice, but man. It's nice. And, and, but, it, but it's all bullshit, right? Because, like, because <laughs> I love it. Like, because none of it. None of it makes me happy. Yeah. Like, yes, it does, but it, not truly. Like, it's not. It, it, it might make you happy, but is it, it's not it, fulfilling. It, it does, yes. It Which does is make that me happy. Thing that we yeah, spoke about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and, and so, but it was like, yeah. And I, so, therefore, like, I was kind of getting getting to a stage where it's like, yeah, man, I've done a bunch of spiritual work. I'm a spiritual motherfucker. <laughs> like, you know, and I've got, and, and I'm running startups. That's yeah, right. Yeah. I've got a part, podcast. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah. But, like, so you kind of start going like, yeah, I'm holier than thou, yeah. right? And then yeah. you meet these people, these mirrors that just bring you back down. Show like, you oh, where yeah. the dirt is. Oh, let's have, what about your heart? Yeah. How's that? How good are you at dealing with emotions? It's like, oh, okay. And, and we will talk about these other areas because they're the other the areas where we excel in and we want people to think we're awesome and not see the dark it's side. It's a story, right? That, yeah. It's a narrative, right? Um, and that's somewhat more of what I'm loving from a lot of more would you call them the woke people for a better word all these <laughs> yeah. people who are a little bit more sort of self-aware or a different level of consciousness where they will gladly go out there and share their opinions which aren't fucking they're a little bit controversial yeah, not yeah. quite the popular thing and they're open to that ridicule or they're open to say hey I fucking I haven't been going to jail I'm, I've been fuck, I've been a lazy prick yeah. lately but I'm showing that as well I'm not just living this Instagram bullshit yeah. fucking fake lifestyle Bro, like I don't know, you've seen that I've done. I'm in the, doing that on at six challenge at the moment. I did. You talk. I saw that thing. Weeks, yeah, yeah. Right? It's day thirty four today. Jesus I've done Christ, 34 brother! Thirty four daily videos. <laughs> thirty four, like every day, and, and that thing. I haven't been watching a lot. I think it's because um, when I'm on the thing, anyone who I haven't been talking to recently sort of falls to the bottom. Yeah, and it just moves. There's so many people and so many things. There's but, a lot, yeah. But, but the interesting thing though is that like, um, yeah, like to do like. That that many like every day is going. Okay, I've said I'm going to do this. Like, I'm, going to, I'm going to finish this thing and keep doing. But but just trying to share like realities as opposed and oh, oh we're always going to be caged a little bit. But trying to at least just again like grassroots is just sharing the authentic. Like yeah yeah man, what's and all as you said perfectly yeah. at the start, right? Like and that that's really what it's about is just having that authenticness where you can share that darkness. Share and people the relate to that shit, man. I think so, right? Well, because people go, it's like Luke Skywalker. You seen Star Wars? Yes, good. Awesome. Yeah, okay, good. I'm a massive I'm Star Wars. I'm happy Wars that you dropped a Star Wars. Okay, cool. because, so that's <laughs> good. Yeah. Luke, and this is the perfect representation of the hero's journey. When Luke starts out, he's a whiny little bitch, and he's like, "Oh, I wanted to pick up some power converters mm. at Tashi mm. Station." Mm. He's a little bitch, so we can relate to him because we're all a little bit of Luke sometimes. Yeah, we're all yeah, a little yeah. whiny. You were saying before, the noise is me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually, by Return of the Jedi, Luke's this poised fucking. I am a Jedi. Yeah, Father, sure I see yeah. the conflict yeah. within you. And this is the reason why Empire, I think, is one of the best—not only Star Wars fucking movies, but movies of all time. It's that bridge where he's yeah he's still kind of a little bit of piece of shit, mm. but oh. that's the phone. I thought that was on silent. Okay, <laughs> um, he's still on the journey, so he's still relatable. But he's also the parts that we want to be. So he's where we are. He's where we want, he's, he's starting to become some of those bits we want to be. He's the in between bit. Yeah, I love that. Does that make sense? That. Yeah, it does. Hey, I did want to ask you one thing before this camera dies on us, but uh, <laughs> to wrap up, sure. And back to that process, right? So purpose. Yep, purpose sorry, is so, first. So your yeah, purpose is first to value alignment. Yep. Then you've kind of got, all right, I, I have this vision for something I want to create. Yep. Right? Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll load it. Is it 
because for me it's going okay I've got my goal and now I put my daily process in place and I, yes. I'm all about awesome. the Asana daily task list yeah, uh, yeah. Just, I'll, I'll show you mine one time it's ridiculous <laughs> but for me it's that, that what I've built is a daily task list yep and I have my goals set and then I have my micro goals that allow me to get there perfect right um, and and then that that task list allows me a baseline to go back to when I sleep and, and right? feedback so yep. when I sleep and gives me feedback 100 and so what that's my kind of thing I use but what, what where do you go next in yes. the process of okay, cool. self-actualization perfect that's the step and, and this is the big thing because you can be a mindset coach quote unquote um, or you can be like a result, results goal setting coach whatever both okay. one without the other might be able to cook because you need to do the mindset work but if you only do the mindset work you have no results it's like being in the feminine too much and not the masculine archetype right 100 like, 100 you need some action like you can set yep. the intention you can set the purpose yes. you feel all good about yourself but it's unless you act on it then, yes. then what 100% so I don't want people to get to the end of working with me and go I learned a lot but I don't have any results to fucking show for it I've spent this money I don't have any results so that's the next part we yes. do purpose alignment fear and then from there, we do the full action and accountability. Okay. That's yep. what we set up. What are the big macro goals? How do we break yep. this down into the dailies? And then it's that holding people accountable. And I don't believe in accountability or motivation long term. No. But yeah. I think they are super important if you're starting out. It's, yeah, man. Well, I call it the status bar. If my certainty outweighs your doubt, you'll you'll take action until like you that. fill your own status bar with your own certainty, yeah. which you will get from having the clarity of the purpose process. You do, but not when there's all these other things standing away, or not when you've never started a fucking business. Before. No, and I think yeah, I think you're right because it, it, it takes it takes learning that those micro goals will give you the dopamine and serotonin hits, and you feel good about yourself. But also those those daily things that you know yeah. eating an elephant one bite at a time, yeah, yeah. breaking those things down learning into manageable daily steps, yeah. But I still find that I slip, man. Everyone like, does. I'm, I'm like I'm I slip. super processed. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I'm building all these things. But you know when you slip because you have a fucking list. Yeah, and this is the, my saving grace. Is yes. that that's I go back to that. How do you know when things are off plan or, or or whatever if you don't have a fucking plan? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So so that's the, the the whole next sort of step for me that we get into, and my whole package to wrap that up is. It's what I call my 90 day or my three month CBF package. Yeah. Which is clarify your purpose, break through fear, and fucking take action. I thought it was can't be fucked, but I. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's the that's that's the whole thing. It's this reframe. It's it's going from can't be fucked to these are the things that will make you be fucked. Yeah, awesome. You know? Awesome. You you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. (laughs) No, I love it. I love the play on words. Yeah. that's so cool, man. Uh, you can see, uh, I hate to cut it, bro, but we're we're nearly at two hours. Awesome. Yes, yeah, it so feels like only forty five minutes. Didn't it? Like I real, just, I, I feel yeah. like I could sit here for fucking yeah. another couple of days. But come back, like come back again, dude. I'd love to. Yeah, I'd love to yeah. do this as a fucking whenever you want. Yeah, love yeah. and I know that like um, you, you're starting kind of on this journey as well, like with the coaching. So it'd be mad to swing back to see how all that's going and yeah. how well, your process has evolved uh, over time. As I sort of mentioned to you just before we started, was you know I started uh, in January, so we're sort of um, mid March now and. Uh, it's been it, it kind of flew off and there's been some Crazy. you know moments where obviously it's um, uh, it's been difficult and that kind of thing but now I'm in such a good rhythm with it and uh, it's been really awesome and it, I've, it's been really lucrative uh, you know from the from the onset as well so awesome um, congratulations man it's epic sorry? just congratulations it's oh like, thank it's, you man appreciate that step out man and do anything to start your own business to mm. quit a full time job to do anything like that yeah. especially something that's going to give back in the way that you are yeah. it's pretty cool bro I just said one of my first clients just have a conversation with his boss just this week about 
creating an exit strategy for him because he's gonna he's going out on his own as well yeah man and yeah. so I'm starting to see not only am I doing it but my clients are doing it Beautiful. and it's just like oh my god there's something in this yeah, it's well, working yeah, it's you so know good. That's so good, man. Yeah, man. Honestly, awesome, awesome to meet you, man. Thank you so much for my coming pleasure. In. Um, this was good fun. It's good fun. It's all, it's all happening now. They see my. Okay, that's the notification. That's, for the two that's hours. the one. Yeah, that's okay. it. bro. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Oh, thank uh, you. Before we finish, where can people find you? Oh, dude. Um, Instagram uh, is probably the the main place you want to find me. That's where a lot of the stuff happens. Just six minutes, Steve. The number six minutes, Steve. Uh, Check me out on that. And uh, look, as I said, there will be the YouTube and all the stuff happening. Yeah, yeah. I'm just wanting to slowly scale in so I can cool. manage it while doing everything else I want to cool. do. Yeah, man. But when the, when the job, um, when I, the 9 to 5 uh, is finished, which will be sort of June area. Cool. Uh, it, it'll be, I'll be all, everywhere. Awesome. <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, I'll add all the links in the, uh, in the words in the, in the post. Fantastic. Stuff. So uh, yeah, man, thank you so much again. My absolute pleasure. Peace out.